here's Alyssa Reed with P. Rain on Mix 103.7 Alone Again. I am not alone here in the studio. I'm joined by one half of the YMM podcast team, Todd Ski. How's it going, my friend? How's it going? Uh, I was looking for Sean, though. Like, I thought Sean was here. Not this again. <laughs> Sean is in the morning show. I'm in the afternoons now. It's mine. It's the afternoon drive with Steve Reed. Happy to be here, man. Happy no, to be here. Very excited about what you and Tito and the YMM podcast have in the works. Uh, last year, it was an unprecedentedly awesome event, a new edition. The Interplay, the Interplay Film Festival, three nights of short movies plus a challenge. Like it was intense, and it's it's the second coming again, right? That's right. It's the second annual, and just with the second annual, anything we're going bigger, badder, better. It, it's it's just going to be amped just that much more. I can, I'm so excited. I can't Harder, wait. Better, faster, stronger. Uh, Interplay is August third through the twelfth. Yeah, it's going to be in venues all over Fort McMurray. But uh, you guys are taking care of the film festival. Tell us where, when, what with that. What's to expect? So uh, the film festival, we. Uh, we actually got some dates and times confirmed. Uh, it's actually going to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, August uh, 3rd, 4th, and 5th. Uh, it's going to run from 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. up at the Suncor uh, Center for Performing Arts. Up at Holy Trinity. Up at Holy Trinity, cool. yeah. So those are the three nights. Uh, we got two and a half hours of amazing, amazing short films. Uh, we have people submitting from local, right here, Wood Buffalo, Fort McMurray, also around the world as well. And we can't wait to showcase some of these short films to you guys. That's awesome. Also, deadline to get your own submissions in hasn't happened yet. So no, there's still time. We're still looking for it. We, we want more. We want to keep adding to the playlist. Deadline is July 31st, so if you've got some uh, movies that you want to show, or films that you want to showcase to an audience, by all means, uh, head over to wymanpodcast.com and you'll be able to submit them to the Film Fest. That's awesome. Plus, there's another way that you can get involved. We'll get in, uh, into that discussion in just a second here with the return of the 48-hour film. The fun one. The fun That's going to be awesome. Uh, plus, we're going to be geeking out about Batman, Dark Knight Rises, all that. More and more up next. we got Kesha with Blow on the mix. Mix 103.7, today's best music there is, back in time, Pitbull, after Drake with Lil Wayne and the motto, joined again in studio here by Mr. Todsky, hey. YMM Podcast. I mean, we've been chatting the whole way through the, the music set there about all kinds of different stuff, Batman included, which we've got to get to uh, in just a minute. First, though, we're still talking Interplay Film Festival, the uh, second annual coming for uh, Interplay, which is August 3rd through the 12th here in Fort McMurray. Biggest visual performing arts festival that this area of the world has to offer and uh, it's just bigger and better every year I want to know about the 48 hour film challenge definitely Again. the most fun interactive portion of the, of, of the whole film it festival. was amazing to watch the submissions and we want to make sure like we had I think it was six teams registered last year we want more this year like the whole purpose of us creating the 48 hour film festival or the filmmaking challenge sorry is to get people we want to see people running around the city with cameras in their hand making short films just interacting with the people of Fort McMurray interacting with Wood Buffalo as a region we want to see all that because it just makes it that much more fun and then you get to see these on the big screen on night number three of the, of the actual festival itself it just gives that whole uh, this is our region appeal to it right absolutely it's, it's fantastic it's it's going to be simple uh, on midnight Thursday August 2nd which I guess technically is August 3rd <laughs> basically on Thursday midnight uh, we want everyone to gather at uh, that wants to be part of the 48 hour filmmaking challenge we want everyone to gather in front of Cano Theater where Tito and I will give three elements that are going to be in each short film. Now, this right. is just to prevent people from actually submitting something they've already filmed. Yeah, yeah, it's just like the... the, the, the cheaters, more or less. That it was filmed and edited and chopped Within these 48, 48 hours. So we're going to give people the three elements. Uh, we're going to get everyone to register. It costs $35 per team. And uh, 
you have a chance to win $1,250. Yeah, that's huge. The, the best in show for the 48-hour film Absolutely. challenge is going to win some serious cash. And the best thing, uh, last year, it really was making waves through the community. Because, I mean, I was hearing about how people were bombing down in on, like, Tavern on Main. That's right, yeah. While Amy Heffernan was, uh, yeah, you know, doing They said set. Captain America showed up at Tavern on Main. And yeah, it just it got me all excited, but it wasn't actually Captain America. <laughs> Steve Rogers didn't make an appearance. So. <laughs> it was more like uh, Diedrich Bader's character from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> but it was an awesome time nonetheless. Yeah, and we hope people uh, get involved once again. Absolutely. Yeah, details. Uh, all the details are at ymnpodcast.com. Uh, like I said, this is the most interactive and, and uh, more fun part of the whole festival. It's all good, but this is definitely one that causes the most uh, chuckles. Yeah, this is one you can really sink your teeth into. Uh, and we've got to, we've got to talk about Batman Dark Knight Rises. Oh, I can't believe we're talking about the Batman or Bat Van Diaries that I've got <laughs> under my uh, sleeve here. And we're gonna get to that in just a sec. More great music with Black Eyed Peas coming up. Drew with She Can Ride on Mix 103.7. Today's best music just ahead of six o'clock and the Mix main event. You're definitely gonna want to listen in. Still got Todski of the YMM Podcast here in studio though, uh, and uh, you've got to get to YMMPodcast.com to find out all the information about the upcoming Interplay Film Festival, which we've been talking about. But one thing that you guys do that I've been a part of just a little bit here and there that I love as well is you guys do every once in a while a Cinephiles that's podcast. Right. That's our, we call it our geeky geek cast or geeky show. It's, yeah. It's where we kind of nerd out for, a, for I was going to say an hour, but it's a lot longer than an hour. <laughs> you aim for an hour and it ends up being two and a half because <laughs> it gets that geeky. It's awesome. Um, and I, I know that there's got to be one on the schedule for The Dark Knight Rises. Because oh, how could there not be? It's coming out midnight Thursday. I can't wait. I just rewatched like the two Tim Burton Batman movies and the two Christopher Nolan Batman movies and I'm just forget Schumacher altogether. Yeah, yeah, those ones don't really exist. Who cares? But uh, the bat and the bird. But uh, no, it's uh, so so awesome to see that this movie's finally reached us. When I first started here about four years ago, that's when The Dark Knight came out in theaters. I went down to Edmonton for the IMAX for that one, and uh, we we've got uh, a plan for the IMAX release for Absolutely. this guy, for Dark Knight Rises. We're gonna be renting a van, and uh, we're gonna be making it into a bat van. Bat van. I can't wait for this. It's gonna be awesome. So I'm gonna have a diary uh, situation going on here because I'm actually not gonna be here Thursday, Friday of this week in the studio. So uh, uh, people are going to be able to to find out all the information about what's going on with the Wyman Podcast, folks, with me and everybody at my blog at Mix1037. There you go. The Batman Chronicles. You can't get any better than that, sir. It's going to be awesome. Okay, so predictions for uh, for Batman uh, Dark Knight Rises. Do you think it's going to be the biggest earning movie of the summer, or do you think Avengers has a beat? I think Avengers got too too much of a stranglehold. The best thing we can hope for right now for Batman is a strong second place. Avengers is, is untouchable right now. Strong second's good, but also... People talking maybe Oscar buzz. That's all. Hey, if it gets a, an Oscar uh, over, that that beats Avengers right there. So, <laughs> what do you want, money or do you want a little gold statue? Exactly, exactly. Hey, thanks for joining me uh, today you. in the studio, Todski. Once again, ymmpodcast.com has all the information about everything we just talked about. Absolutely, sir. Thanks. <laughs> thanks. Due to a shitload of swearing and some graphic conversations, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Fort Mac.
and welcome to the YMN Podcast. Of course, I am Totsky. And I'm Tito. And we are here at the dining room table. That was very seductive. <laughs> that was very, Every week, something sounded, new. It sounded so good in the headphones. Who <laughs> we have at the dining room table today, because we, we, can't, we can't be alone anymore. We need guests. All right. I, I'm Jerry Della from Country 93.3. And, and Tito, I'm... I'm Thank you for singing, man. Entertainment and a podcast. It's yeah. nice. It's, uh, you know, I try to cater to the white audience as much as I can. <laughs> this isn't even my real voice. I can see it in person, and it's just a thick accent. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true, seriously. He's the Wayne Brady of Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Gumble. Uh, I'm Nolan Hawkness from Rock 97.9. Ooh, rock versus country. That's awesome, actually. We're going to arm wrestle for supremacy. That's Pretty right. much, yeah. And who else do we got? Uh, I'm Mandy Espinosa. <laughs> your big title? <laughs> From Lethbridge. <laughs> Things that you should never tell anyone. Actually, no. You're very famous today. You are Mandy Espinosa from the Artisan Residency Program Yay! as... Fucking profiled in the Fort McMurray today. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Hey, I saw the write up, and yeah, it was. I felt like I was very awkward in my wording. <laughs> You've never read up any there, of Todd's. Todd, Todd's oh, interviews are the best on on the local paper. He's been there a couple of times. I, I can't transcribe them. I'm pretty bad. This is the, 40, the 48 Film Festival. Yeah, <laughs> the 48. I'm um, not a pro at this. I've said that openly. I'm. I just fly by the seat of my pants. Uh, Mandy, you were born in Fort McMurray, though, weren't you? Yeah, I was. <laughs> yeah, so you're, like, actually local. Legit. Actually. <laughs> Legit local. Well, hey, to all of y'all. I was going to say, out of everyone at this table, you're the only one with Fort Mac crits. This is your show now. Okay, own it. <laughs> own it. Merchandise. Um, I was born and raised here until I was 18, and then I moved to Edmonton to go to school. And I haven't really lived here since then. I was just actually telling them, it's I grad. You mean you graduated together? Which yep. is actually, uh, we, uh, me and Shannon were just talking about the reunion right before uh, this. I know, and I was podcast. so excited to see all the stuff that you're doing for. Yeah, me, so it's going to be so. That's that's moving <laughs> that's moving along pretty good, and it's funny because I was like, you and Tito are really close friends, but yeah, I mean you. No, we're not. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, friends! It's like yeah, we're friends. <laughs> Of each other. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're, we're aware of each other's spheres of influence around Alberta. <laughs> well, we worked together for years at the, yeah. at the theater. And uh, yeah, exactly. That's how we became oh, friends. Right. And yeah. on top of that, uh, Nighthawks, uh, Mandy was the, sh- like, the reason we have such nice costumes and set design. And Scott Danalesco wearing a woman's coat is because of Mandy. <laughs> but really, it's because of Ryan Byrne because he drove me around to do all Ah, yes, stuff. Ryan Byrne. Let's not take away from this. This podcast <laughs> is really about Ryan Byrne. He's pretty much the greatest guy ever. Actually, that his Twitter account is likely my new favorite Twitter account. Yeah, he's kind of like yeah. an online celebrity at this Ryan's point. Ryan's on Twitter. Oh, it's amazing. How do you not know this? It's well, amazing. I don't. I don't. Oh, you should you should get a Twitter account just to read Ryan's tweets. What have I been missing? Is it that? It's a like really concentrated good. Ryan every day. Yeah, two four seven. Fantastic. Way too excited. <laughs> you don't even know. Some of those tweets are amazing. No, it, it really is. It's right up there with some of my favorite uh, Twitter accounts that I follow. That's, uh, yeah. that's high praise, Brian. I know you're listening to this, so right there. Yeah. The, uh, that is so... <laughs> I, got, I can't believe I unfollowed him. i got to start paying attention. Did you really unfollow him? <laughs> oh, yeah, because you, uh, you and Ryan have like this thing where it's like, you're so, considered the former Murray so Ryan, and he's oh, considered... Oh, so me and Winter me? The, oh, yeah. <laughs> 
the Edmonton. Edmonton Well, he got all offended one day when uh, you were showing one of the flicks that me and you made. Well, okay, what happened was we uh, we we were at a Metro short, and uh, you were I think it was for spoof. And you're in spoof, and you're like you're kind of the guy in spoof, and uh, so everyone is like, "That was really good," and blah blah blah. <laughs> and it's like, it. it's like uh, Ryan. How did Ryan get those tattoos on his body? <laughs> and I'm like, "That's not Ryan." And all you hear of in theater is like, "Fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan was, gained a shitload of weight. He was he was like really upset about that. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, I love the man. I don't think I've ever met him at all. But hey. no, you might actually. You've never met Ryan. No, he should do a episode with you guys. We we were going to, but we keep having scheduling conflicts. Yeah, because they have their podcast too, right? So. Oh, yeah. Robocop versus the Nazis. Are you can say Coca Pepsi here? <laughs> no, no. As my, I I really like them to cross over. It's awesome. Well, they're from Fort Mac, right? Well, yeah. like the well Jesse Nathan. and yeah, they're all from Fort Mac except for Nathan, Nathan and Chris. Yeah. And Chris is like Toronto now, so. <laughs> The uh, so great way to get, uh, get acquainted again. <laughs> well, you are actually the nineteenth person that I've met who has been born and raised here in Fort Nineteen. You keep track. I actually, I, I, I do because it's such a rare occasion. Because how many people have you met? How many people have you met? <laughs> well, no, because the one safe question you can ask here in Fort McMurray is where are you originally from. Yeah, that's true. And, and so you, you are it's only the 19th person that I've met that is born and raised here. So It actually is quite a rarity, especially when like you hear all these uh, talks about like 100 babies born here every month. I know! Like, where? I was where? They go. Our, our hospital can't accommodate that. <laughs> they can. Where do they no, go? they cannot. So it's not so much a hospital as it is a baby factory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On the assembly line, and it's, it's just like, 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 push and go. Can't open like a, a door without babies falling out of There's babies just... <laughs> Oh, no. So many oh, oh, it's just another. Well, no, I was, I was uh, just talking with Shannon today, who's been on the podcast before. She's an RN. Whether or not she wants me to say that, we'll find out after I air it. <laughs> the, um, she was saying, like, what's the date today? Today's the 16th. They're yeah. already at 60 babies because they do all the pre, like, after uh, birth uh, visits. Yeah. Well, well, with public health, so they're at sixty right now, and it's what uh, halfway through the month. So we're on we're on par for one hundred and twenty. <laughs> okay, wait, 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 hang on. This is this is what Mandy and anyone who's not following Ryan Burnman on Twitter is missing out on. So. I, uh, tweets. Uh, I can't wait for the gritty Operation Dumbo Drop prequel, followed by Screw Killing Hitler. If I had a time machine, I'd go back and tell teenage me that button-down shirts with flames are not as cool as I think. <laughs> All right, so, so yeah, you should follow him. <laughs> that's not bad. And you should probably get rid of those button-down shirts with flames. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He didn't even mention the blonde hair, the blonde little fluff he had. <laughs> oh, like the frohawk style? No. Oh. <laughs> Amazing quaff of like. It was pretty awesome. That present you got him that he showed me was amazing. Whereas the photo gallery of like, because she never, she didn't know Ryan at the time, and they were in a trip to Italy together. Mm And so, like, she took all these photos of their group, and there's, like, this little blonde fluff that keeps showing up in the background. And later on, when they became friends, it's like, hey, that's Ryan Burn. <laughs> nice. It's pretty awesome. Okay. Uh, Back on topic. Where, what, were we on a topic? Or what, I don't think we well, you were talking we're about st- how no, they're we're still st- introducing everybody. Still, yeah. Yeah, we're, getting, we're getting acquainted. There's, there's no more local forming Murrayites, essentially, right? That's and, exactly. But, I mean, I guess... I'm having trouble hearing myself. I feel like there's, like, a grandfather clause at this point where if you're... If you've lived here for more than five years, I, I, I consider myself a townie, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, what did Steve Reeves say to you that one time? You're a fucking morning show jock. You're damn right to your townie. Yeah, like that's that, true. Right? Yeah. Like, well, if so many people hear you, right? Well, well it's not so much <laughs> for seven years now. Not so much in the townie. 
Did you like that shirt? Or no, it wasn't a shirt. It was uh, uh, Dave Boudelier tweeted that photo with your yeah. under the old Rock Nine or Rock or yeah, the kid, Kicks yeah. ninety eight. It was, it was Kicks ninety eight, right? Yeah. Yeah. I never seen that logo. Were you there when? Yeah, yeah. I thought you started out with Mix. No, I started originally here when it was owned by OK Radio. It was, was Kicks. It was uh, CGOK. And yeah. CGOK and that was an old fucking logo, man. Yeah, that, that brought me the, back. Uh, that was from the yeah. 04, 05 Baron season. We used to do the post-game show in Patty McSwiggin. That's right. And they still had... The, the, yeah, yeah. How the hell did you do that? Well, <laughs> I would get out of... I, the color guy would kind of handle a lot of the post-game stuff. And, and then if it took me a little while to get Patty's, we'd have to play a song. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got to Patty's. It was already set up for me. When I got to Patty's, and uh, we'd have players come in for interviews and coaches, and it was it was kind of a cluster. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, we didn't we didn't do it long after that, but that was the last year. That was the last year that we did it. We did it from the Kinsman Beer Gardens after that. The year after, it made it a little easier. But do you see a uh, steady theme? Yeah, uh, there's beer involved. Well, that's just, it's, it's, to, to attract the talent. That's right. Yeah, if I'm going to do it, there's going to be beer. Well, yeah. no, just when I seen that logo, because I didn't know it was. I thought that was kibosh in like way, way before 2000. I was just like, fuck. Well, no, 2000 I and I think late 2006, 2007. Probably. It was. Uh, I'm glad I, he tweeted that. I guess on that note, school. how many radio stations are there now? Now, like I can only uh, think of the three for, main ones for the longest time. I think there were was, only two. It was it was OK Radio owned them. It was yeah. it was country rock, rock yeah. and yeah. country and even the, rock, even the rock one would dive into like the the top forty crap yeah. from time to time, right? Speaking to the mic, There's CKUA. Yeah, they, they broadcast in here. So does CBC. But yeah. CKUA they're not, they're is like, local. isn't yeah. that AM radio? It's not local. But no. It's no, yeah. No, it's 96. 7? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But then I'm in like 06, or 06 or 07, or maybe it's 08. 08. It's like there's a world past the wall. January 08. Mixed. Yeah, then K-Rock came in afterwards, right? Yeah, about eight, nine months after that, probably something like that. Yeah. So like, I don't know, of the times. What's that? There's eight signals you can get here, but only four of them are here. Like, actually, is it an actual limitation oh, five, of the five, communications chaos. tower? Oh shit, chaos! Yeah. What is chaos? <laughs> you don't want to know. Ex- yeah, exactly. Go. What is chaos? Just before the religious it's- station, you got to say fuck every. <laughs> That's a religious station. Yeah. yeah. Chaos. Yeah. Yeah. K a o s. Yeah. I wanted to. It's like the end is coming. <laughs> Broadcasted 24-7 on the exactly. December 21st. You'll all be sorry. <laughs> Please don't tune out. I totally forgot, because they're owned locally by Krishna, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's a, they have one in uh, Ontario as well, I believe, in Peterborough oh, do they? or something like that. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so yeah, obviously not on my radar for, for very Well, reasons. like that's the thing. Like Growing up in Fort Mac, it's like you had the radio, and it was like the two stations, but like... You had like anything else in your car to like avoid listening to the radio. <laughs> no, it, it was it, it got to a point where now there is like even now with it's funny how saying four technically five radio station is variety. You're yeah. right. Growing up with two radio stations, yeah. it got sickening after a while because yeah. you're like people's like I don't want to listen to country and I'm getting sick of rock playing the same. Sh- same is there no middle there. ground? Well, no. Because well, this is going back to the days of Dan O'Toole when he was yeah. when he was in town, right? And now he's rocking the airwaves on the sports net with probably one of the sports uh, center. Oh yeah, what are they called? Sports, sports desk. Right. Oh, sports. I was yeah. say sports desk, what he was called. But probably one of the most popular sports shows. I think that midnight hour with him and Jay on. Right, it even gets. I listen to it every night, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> that surprises me, to be honest with you. But that's part I don't, of the problem really with small town radio <laughs> is 
you, you know, there's usually one or two stations, and you got to cater to everybody. Like I came from a station that would play uh, like a, a top forty mix in the morning, and then after that, you would get a little rockier in the afternoon on the drive, and then the evening show, you'd be able to hear Van Halen and and Iron Maiden. But you would never ever hear that, you know, in the morning. It's quite the variety. People can't handle Van Halen in the morning. <laughs> no, but then, but then on on Sunday, all 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 day Sunday morning, it's religious programming and Celtic music. Right? <laughs> they, they pay good money for that religious programming. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's well, amazing. Seriously, oh, man, I work for I work for a station. Harry F. Rockwood, oh, the People's on. Gospel Hour. They yeah. pay a ton of money for that yeah. stuff. Are you serious? Oh yeah, it's, it's just like the Billy Banks show. Uh, for uh, is it still called Billy Banks? I know the girls I at work Billy used to Banks love it. Was it the Tybo guy? No, it's Tybo guy. Oh, Billy Banks. If he had a radio show, <laughs> that <laughs> shit would clean it's up. The Banks of Newfoundland was Billy something, though, isn't it? No, no. Oh my God, Bill Bartlett. Bill oh, Billy Bartlett. Look, I was fucking way off. Fucking people. You were B. I would put Bill Bartlett side by side with Billy Banks, and you would be. <laughs> Far off, my friend. Oh. Billy Butler, that's who I met. Why yeah. is the punches the bag? <laughs> awesome. Well, no, I imagine you guys pay quite a coin to bring him in, don't you? Like, because. No, well, I, I have no I mean, idea. We don't, know the, we don't know the inner workings of our <laughs> stuff. I'm DJ's asshole. Ask questions like I show that. Up you said you're a GM. That's why I invited you to this thing. <laughs> I just, I just imagine station. Talk. I imagine them like Come at work and like, what does this switch do? <laughs> Getting slapped by the tech. <laughs> Don't touch that. Don't touch that. Only I may, only I may dance. Can't do Some, anything around Some this days place. they bring in the cattle prod. And <laughs> you just, we do a radio. We just like, need you for your voice, yeah. Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. Jerry, you told me a pretty good... Uh, we're still introducing ourselves. You told me a pretty good story uh, when me and you first met, actually. And I, I was there. Nolan gave me a, a tour of... This is actually the first... This marks the first anniversary. Oh, yeah. Of this, when I started... This is hilarious. Okay, go ahead. You, you fucking called me after that. you <laughs> You're like he, he's, he's like, I'm gonna <laughs> let me intro this. Let me intro this. This marks the film fest. So hard. The film fest marks the first time that I've ever had to quote unquote promo uh, an event. Yeah, and I didn't know what to expect. Yeah, because okay, kudos to Nolan. Thank you very much. Through you, were my first one that I've ever had to do. Oh, I was your pop, first. You were. You right, popped my cherry. So Tito, take okay, away so, from so uh, like uh, as many people have noticed that like Todd is kind of like the promotional one of the team because as horrible as I. I I, no, I hate public speaking and like all that stuff. Like, it took a lot for you to convince me to be on the podcast in the first place. But so Todd was going to take care of all the promotional talking on radio and and pimping out the film fest uh, the first year last year. And so he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to be on the radio this morning." I'm like, "Okay, cool, man. Make sure that you know you make the most of the time, etc." And so like he calls me like 15 minutes later, and he's like really disappointed. And he's like, "So like I was on the radio," and I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like. Did you pin the film fest? He's like, yeah. He's like, I just... Did you think you were going to be on there all morning? He <laughs> <laughs> said it was like, you weren't going to co-host the like, show. Like, you weren't going like, to like take over the airways for four hours. <laughs> 90 seconds, Zonski. Uh, and, uh, and you hear him, and you can just tell how overwhelmed you are by like the environment. You're, and you're like, yeah, we got like a uh, film fest, <laughs> and it's going to be awesome. This is a little bit more high-tech than the dining room studio. <laughs> 
shit. Where's your mics with the socks on them? Where's the Xbox <laughs> mic? What, what's this black thing on my like, face? You guys Where's do this for real. On the microphone. Yeah, That's it. Yeah. As I've said fun. before, I get really nervous to shit that I don't know what to expect. And I, I like your new Shaw commercial, by the way. And the one that was like on the Shaw Network, where you're like, "Hey," <laughs> like on video, and they keep zooming in and out of you. <laughs> hey, man, we're 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 live in a living color, right? The uh, so thank you, Nolan. You were my first one. About being like a Ford McMurray celebrity now. I'm far from a celebrity, my dear. Well, you cut the line of patties. That's the that's the the judge, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. Oh, cut the line can, of can patties. You cut the line of patties. Oh fuck no! I'd be throwing the. Who the fuck's this fat guy? Who's this clown in the fucking red you shoes? Get to the back. I could. I've never tried. I've only been there twice. I realized the line of patties. Maybe maybe things are starting to pick up for the show. That's when I realized that. Like I was in line and Dave Boudelier came out. He said, "What are you doing in line?" You're gonna have to test that out. I'm going to. You're gonna have to test it out. I'm going to. Yeah, so just next time, just walk up to the VIP door and say, yo, you know who I am? Townscape podcast. <laughs> wear the shirt. Wear the yeah, shirt. wear the jersey. <laughs> so, Nolan, you're my first. Thank you very much. I fucking awkwardly was went that? through I interview. was gentle? You were gentle. <laughs> I don't think Jerry was there at the time, though. No, Macaulay was. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't... Uh, I he would have been doing afternoons. Film yeah. Fear. I think it was yeah. Film Fear was the first time that you introduced me to you. And you told me a really cool story about how you became involved with Fort McMurray. And I'd just like for you to share it. What? How I... How, I, how you got the job? What, when, when, when I applied for the job, you mean? And I it, thought you said you I went on the internet and applied for the job. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> no, I thought you're like, your wife got the job, and then all of a sudden, they're looking for like a receptionist, and then they got this, I was a morning host. No, no, no man. It, 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 did I just it make was, this up? Or yeah, what? I think it's, it's the Is that a dream opposite. you had? Was that a dream? Oh, man, everyone's getting a new origin story it, it now. The, it was the exact opposite. I, I had actually applied for Nolan's job when I had to come down here. Uh, oh, wow, I really here. fucked that up. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we can edit. I think this is an edit. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, this might turn good. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> no, and then they and then uh, they, they they asked me because I was, I was at the time I was working at a country radio station. And then they asked me, uh, "Well, would you be interested in doing country afternoons?" And I was like, "Damn, I finally wanted to play Iron Maiden. Like I, I've, I've never been able to do that. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to be able to play that. And so like, yeah, okay, I'll do the country afternoons. So I came up here and, and then oh no, it's, it's turned out to be a great thing. I mean, I, I like country music too, but. Uh, <laughs> The, uh, <laughs> so sad when you're <laughs> <laughs> See, no, and you know what I do face. every time I play Iron Maiden I just crank oh, it it too, man. every morning when I play Maiden I just crank it up as far as it'll go <laughs> bang on the wall hey you hear that <laughs> oh yeah sometimes I get hey can you just, just, uh, just listen to me for a sec and I'll flick it over and be run to the <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, do you guys talk to each other like through mics? And yeah, that? we got a talk oh, yeah. back system. Yeah, really? Yeah, we don't even have to leave our seats for anyone that's uh, it's been down to the I guess it's Rogers Radio. Is that yeah. uh, Rogers yeah. Radio Studios? It's kind of cool. It's, the setup is really really nice, and they got two beautiful booths. Is that how you call oh, it? Like brand studios, brand studios, and they're, and they're side by side. Like they're separated, but they're side by side. So it's pretty cool. Like rocks on the one side and, and countries on the other. side. I've always been surprised that they didn't do what they like do at West Edmonton Mall or at the stations in Edmonton, where like there's clear windows. Mixed up. Yeah. Thank see. God. Nobody wants to see us. <laughs> no <laughs> man. I, no. It's, really? Like no, sometimes I'm not even wearing clothes. Yeah. Oh, I, fair enough. Last man. week our power was out. We had a power outage last week. <laughs> no, no AC. No pants. Radio. No, That's what it was. was. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. We sent out a memo. We're like, unless you want to see a show, don't come into the studio. Yeah. Don't come into the studio. Give me a chance to at least do a mop. Yeah. <laughs> a mop. 
So you came, so Jerry, you came up, I guess, in the fall then. If, uh, just before, Kiss. Uh, Kiss. just like the week before Kiss, and, yeah. and the reason I'm still here in Fort McMurray is they tell me it's all four day work weeks, and there's a big kick ass concert at the end of every week. <laughs> it's three days, so that's <laughs> holding up for the big concert. Every week. Some weeks it pays off, and some weeks it doesn't. So. Usually, summertime is when we yeah. get our shows. Well, didn't Canada Rocks happen recently? Apparently it was a, it was a good hit. Man, hey, it was, it was awesome, man. Yeah. Oh, they! I was. I'll tell you, I a good follow up. Yeah, I, they uh, they. You know, it was time a, just cut me off. It's okay. sorry, man. <laughs> I have a stuttering sorry. problem. It was, a, it was, was a, this a, the Canada. It was a free. Yeah, yeah. 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 The free show was the Friday. It was Hey Rosetta and Joel Plaskett, and I, I don't know if attendance was as good as everybody was hoping, but it was. Joel Plaskett was here. Yeah, oh, I yeah. know. That's really good. Yeah, That's fantastic. Hey Rosetta, man, they'll be up for a Grammy someday. They're yeah, they're fantastic. Like a lot of people that saw that show that were there will say when they see them on TV in five years be like, oh I saw them I back. saw them yeah. in Fort Mac yeah. at a show of like 200 people uh, it's one thing that I will uh, I'll give a nod to well I'll always give a nod to David Whitelock but he's bringing in uh, the new director well not new anymore but the, the recent director oh, I made it sound like he's fired the current director <laughs> of events with Buffalo and uh, it's someone that me and Tito partnered up with uh, with all the glorious events that what are you getting at <laughs> He's bringing. I want to kiss him. <laughs> Proposing to him, want to marry him. He didn't redecorate the house. The, uh, the uh, he's bringing in a lot of. <laughs> you have yet to say it. Uh, just said joke before. Okay, <laughs> he's bring cut edit. Hold on, quiet for a second so I can cut into it. The um, no, he's bringing in a lot of like acts that are. <laughs> I'm getting here. <laughs> There's been jugglers and fires. Well, He's amazing. I'll, I'll, I'll try to give a, a little bit of the background. Was. So David, David Whitelock uh, took over as executive for Eventswood Buffalo after uh, Claude Giroux left last year. And uh, he had a tough act to follow because last yeah. year Claude Giroux brought oh, yeah. Kiss to Forbid yeah, Murray, yeah. which was kind of crazy. I yeah. feel like I wouldn't even believe it was really them. Yeah, it's like you would not believe how many people. It's like did. kiss with a C. Oh, yeah. well, I was getting, I was feeling, I was fielding calls kidding. before that show on a daily basis. I was fielding calls. Is that really kiss? Yeah, yes, yeah. it is. Hang up. Oh, really? So I was, getting, I was, uh, I was raging. See, I, I had no. See, I, I was just showing up then, so I was like, "Ooh, Kiss is coming! This is great!" But it was kind of unheard of. This city is awesome. <laughs> Remember when Vanilla three day work weeks with the concert? Yeah, Vanilla Ice. Oh, really? Yeah, Doug. Uh, Doug went to see him, and he was like, he did the ninja rap from Ninja Turtles nice. too. Oh, that'd be cool. yeah. And, and I'm like, that's he, pretty awesome. He didn't. He did the ninja rap from Ninja Turtles too. Oh my god! He'd have to really. And my brother's oh, like, that was awesome for us, really but really god. sad for him. <laughs> <laughs> Remember me. <laughs> okay, what was I trying to say? You were seeing how they bring up awesome bands, but you don't have to say it anymore. Yeah, okay, we covered it for you. Yeah. It's all good. Well, just un- like more unknown type. Like you know what I mean? Like it doesn't go right for the mainstream. It goes for a bit of the up and coming. It's actually pretty unknown. smart fiscally. You got to get too. some up and coming. You have to have a good mix. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I well, like stuff for winter play. Like a lot of the the multicultural stuff he brought in was yeah, actually was cool. really really cool. Yeah. Right, and I just think stuff that people wouldn't normally be like. Hey, let's bring this to Fort Mac. It's coming like holy shit. And it's a slow build. Out. Like I think people, and I think we're getting more and more to the community that appreciates that too. 
uh, but I think it's a slow build. And well, I was going to ask, like, how was the cr- how were the crowds for uh, for this uh, Canada Day weekend? As co- well, I mean, obviously we're not going to. It was smaller grounds. Yeah, because we didn't yeah, have the yeah. numbers that kissed. I would say it, I don't know. I don't know. The it, number of Aaron that it's given is ten thousand total for the weekend. Yeah, so it was twelve thousand okay, for Kiss. Period. For Kiss, yeah, and yeah. then yeah, okay. But I would rather go see Hey Rosin and Joe Plaskett on a Friday night than go see Chilliwack ever. They were, oh, they were, man. They, they were was, so bad. That was. I felt bad for you because you had to bring them. On. Well, no. <laughs> I, I, I was go on stage. Yeah, just drops the mic. On stage. I was. Just, I was ready to go on stage and go. Uh, yeah, so Tequila Mockingbird's coming back on. <laughs> After you guys play Fly at Night, finally, for fuck's sakes, play Fly at Night. <laughs> to get to the working overtime. <laughs> yeah, get to the working overtime. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, we're, yeah, we're out here. Kiss was pretty much the only band that people wanted to see on the three-day weekend last year. This one had a very good mix of, uh, yeah, like, like it's, all it's, three days. I don't know. I wasn't really there for good. Saturday, but I heard Saturday was full. Yeah. And, uh, or, yeah, Saturday night. You know, rocked the crowd like he had fucking the, he did the whole uh, Neil Young cover everyone was yeah that. it was pretty like, cool I heard I, guess, I heard the one complaint where I guess they didn't do the traditional Canada they did the, the classified Canada the, the classified yeah. Canada. Yeah. Yeah. that's cool as shit the, the big time. Uh, it's your song man yeah but that's come on up here to do yeah, yeah but Canada Day though you want to hear the fucking anthem if you want to hear the anthem though? sing it sing it sing it <laughs> go up and yeah. sing it then yeah go you got classified here and that's a hit you do it alright well I'm putting my name for the hat that I want to go sing the O Canada National Anthem for the fireworks next let's, year. Let's focus on getting into Patty's first, and yeah. then we'll build up to that, Todd. <laughs> I actually suggested to the Oil Barons this year that we have open auditions to the public for people to come sing the National Anthem at the Oil Barons hockey games this year. Oh, that's a good idea. So do they, they do a video thing right <laughs> now, do they, or do they do No, people? no, we, we have live singers there, um, and we have just the flag up on the screen, so, but there's a live person singing, so I said we should open it up to the public and have people come in it's and It's a warm-up. It's a warm-up gig. Yeah, you should do it, man. That's your open do you know the lyrics to Canada? Me? I can do that backwards, man. Like, it's something my mom instilled me. Like, she was military, right? So, like, that was one okay. thing we okay. had to fucking do That's good, over then. and well, over you, So you go sing the anthem at the Wilburns game. I head pro- over to Patty's and <laughs> get two birds. It's a fucking step. It's a, it's a ladder, right? Yeah. Well, no, like, it's funny because I could probably do the French version, too. Like, not the French, not the full French Nobody version, but the one at the hockey one. The hockey one. No, seriously. Nobody wants to hear the French. I do. Uh, no, see that. No, See, I don't want to hear the French I, part. I, I do only because I lived in Quebec. I, you are from Fort McMurray. How many French people have you met? I just came back from Paris. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm going to go to the bathroom now. I did a registry in Paris. Mate. Apparently, I didn't read the freaking paper today. Yeah, did you not get the EPK I sent over? This? That's awesome. Uh, Awkward. No, I think like I don't know a lot of French at all. That's why I'd want to hear it. Like, so, how did just you take notes? In French? <laughs> what? Well, I just called it. How did you survive in French? How did you survive? <laughs> like in French class? No. No. How did you survive in Paris? Je ne sais quoi. My boyfriend that I went with spoke enough to get us to get us by. Okay, because yeah. I went there for the Olympiscus concert for like two days. You went I, to Paris. Fred Durst. Knows French, you, obviously. What? You didn't talk this. Hold up, hold on. I didn't tell you the story. Hold on. How did hold this on. happen? Hold on. You went. <laughs> he has a picture in the living room. To Paris. 
to see Limp Bizkit. Yeah, hold on. I went to Limp. see Kiss. Road and road That's and fucking that beats, that beats my show. <laughs> yes, it does. See, okay, I was. I, like I know you do. Damn right, Jerry. <laughs> fucking cheers, buddy. Right. The uh, no, I, high school. I was a huge fucking Limp yeah. Bizkit fan. I always was. Love the guys. Uh, some of their songs are stupid. I hate Rolling, but some of the albums. Oh come on! Some of the al- like, some of the albums really affected me. There's just a. I'm sorry. Lyrics. Ever I, since they ruined Woodstock, I'm ruined. That was awesome. They caused a riot. They caused a riot. Assaulted and rapes. And assaults and rapes. Yes, they're awesome. <laughs> okay, at Woodstock, Woodstock used to be about peace and music. At, at, Woodstock, at Woodstock, the Red Hot Chili Peppers asked of all menstruating women to throw up their tampons. So don't give me the what? fucking. That's true. Uh, yeah, so don't give me the the Did old they said it right. Oh yeah. You see, <laughs> You see, well, you I mean, it's consensual. <laughs> That's going to be the most vile thing I've ever heard in my oh, life. Oh, yeah, you hear Anthony. Oh, more vile than rape? You. Come on. <laughs> there were batteries in that mud. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, can we go back to my <laughs> story? We should really... Oh, so I remember watching that on uh, Much Music. Oh, my God. In light of the Daniel Tosh situation, can we back oh, yeah, that up? Oh, yeah, that's true, What happened? Daniel Tosh is getting a lot of, like... He does that show where it's basically him, like... Uh, clips from YouTube Tosh where 2.0, he, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. and uh, what happened oh, was he right. he did a recent stand up thing where he did a rape joke and it like I guess the crowd wasn't feeling it period and so like it be, blew up into this whole thing in the media now but like there's comedians that are defending it because they're saying it's like the comedian comedians under right circumstances like it's not like it's not saying that he's a rapist it's, it's a, joke. a rape joke but some people are just like can I just yeah, I have heard about this too and what it was was he like did that thing where they call it to the audience like give me a topic to talk about and that was one of them so it's not like it was just him like just like, rape 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 yeah. hilarious it, no it was like yeah. this was I gotta look this up this is crazy no it's it's become like a big thing it might yeah, but you look at some of the comics these days like there's that fucking one that uh, Steve was showing me the Jason something or other he talks about blowing his dad's fucking dick like there's what? worse out there. What like, are you talking about? I'm just saying. There's, okay, the point I was trying to make is there's worse. <laughs> Did you just out make there. that up? I don't no. think that's funny. <laughs> I just, yeah, no, but essentially that, that's I'm what happened. What you, what you just said. What you just said just happened with Tosh. With Tosh, what happened was like he did the joke, and then like there was this huge like uh, fallback from it. Like Have people you ever were heard from, the aristocrats. Like yeah, it's not. There's the rape most jokes. Vile yeah. Joke well, they. Uh, I, guess I love video, that documentary. I saw a video. Well, a couple days ago, it was, and I've seen it before. But the Louis C.K. when he does the the heckler episode in, mm-hmm. of, of Louis, mm-hmm. and he makes rape jokes during that too, right? And not a big deal, and he does it on his TV show. Yeah. But Tosh, and everybody's kind of looking to bring people down a peg, and I think Tosh is starting to get pretty high up oh, there, so and, and, and maybe to bring him down a peg. Uh, okay. But what I don't understand is why he would play with Dane Cook, but <laughs> <laughs> friggin' Dane Cook. <laughs> Can you go back to my Limp Bizkit story? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want to hear yeah, how you ended up in, in Paris with I met Bizkit. him, too. I, I was with Fred Durst. Yeah, there's a picture in the living room. <laughs> the, uh, okay, so I love through, I love through high school. Oh, they definitely had a bro moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I love through high school, and like I've always followed them, and like I always said, I, I, if these, once they broke up, I'm like, if these guys get back together, I need to go see them. They did get back together in 2009, but the fuckers only did a European tour. So I had to stay by the rule. I said I need to see these guys before I die. They're one of my. They're, they were my high school. That kind of defined me in high school. Maybe not so much. The, uh, <laughs> Mandy's just unimpressed look. I was taught in high school very well. I was into that too because me and you were roughly the same age. 
But like Corn was my band in high school and the Deftones, but I they just played in Gibbons and I didn't go. <laughs> so <laughs> so that was that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I, w- I went and I, they toured and I said, I need to go see it because I'm positive they, Fred Durst and West Borland can't get along. I said, they're going to break up after this tour. I know it. Um, my chance to go see him. I'm going to fucking do it. So I literally went to Europe for two and a half days where I traveled. I think I calculated oh out. God. It was like, fif- it, it like 15,000 kilometers. Oh, yeah. I flew from <laughs> Calgary to Amsterdam, took the train, st- Found out there. I was there Saturday. Found out they were doing a show Saturday night in Brussels for uh, a Rock Warder. Yeah. So I went there and saw them there. I literally paid two hundred bucks for a four day festival pass for Rock Warder. Jesus. Went, went and seen a half hour Limp Bizkit show, then left again, and then <laughs> a uh, half got, hour? yeah. They only they only played like a forty five minute set. It was oh like forty five minute set. Oh my <laughs> worth God. it. Anyway, then I got to the train back to Paris to see the house show. What was that? That was me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Got and went went back to Paris so seen the house show. Only best part of that trip, so literally I was there 24 hours at that point. Uh, on my flight back, the flight, the plane broke, got delayed. Got to spend an extra night in Amsterdam on, uh, on Delta's dime. Got really fucking high, and it was a great night. <laughs> so did so, you do anything oh, oh, yeah, in Paris, like there. outside of... Okay, so I get into Paris. At, uh, so I got into Amsterdam at 8 o'clock uh, Saturday morning. I got into Paris at like 10.30 Saturday night. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have a wicked power nap, get up early, see, see everything. <laughs> Woke up 4 o'clock the next night, show us at 5. <laughs> literally got your hair is all matted to one literally side got to the, Literally got to the cab. I was like... Here's like a hundred bucks. Show me what you can in the cab. <laughs> and drop me off at the venue. So I got to see everything for like two seconds. Just zoom, zoom, zoom. The cab driver is just showing you his house and being like, "Is it no?" Well, no. We went to the. I went to the fucking. I went to the Eiffel Tower and that thing. And the, I, I couldn't immerse myself so in all culture. Your photos are like outside of a window. Pretty much. Like, <laughs> just as fast as possible. And then when I got to the venue, uh, just as I was getting up to the venue, there was a, a tour bus in the back, and a couple people were just standing around. I was like, "What's going on?" And I went down there and sure as shit, Fred just walked out and got a chat with him for a little bit, got a picture. Was he like, Todd, thanks for coming. <laughs> Todd yo, I hear you do a, I hear I you say a podcast, but that was like two years before the podcast started. That's how good he is. Anyway, so that was my European was Okay, was he wearing the hat? He always wears the hat. I was just wondering. Well, it's. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if it was any. If if his you, sons was there too. If so you meeting him was any in, in, indicative of when you met uh, Kevin Smith and like sent me that drunk. A phone message. Like we did like, have the podcast at the time. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I was and I'm like, I'm, after listening to the message, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he terrified Kevin. <laughs> I was so fucking happy because I was hitting on the bartender, and she just kept feeding me the fucking. I, I kept slipping her twenty. Do you know? Okay, hold on. You do know that bartenders don't love you, right? That's right. And they're not going to sleep with you. I had a chance, though, Nolan. You're telling yeah. me you think strippers love you too? Yeah. <laughs> just keep handing her the twenties, and you still got a chance. She got me fucking wasted, though. I'll tell you that because I was yeah, you were wasted when you. Left me that oh, message. I was fucking hammed, man. I'm trying to go on the Harry Potter ride the next day. <laughs> By myself, there's all these fucking like ten year old kids like, like there, yeah. like, fucking gut hanging out, just like you. <laughs> it's a troll. <laughs> all you're missing is your. Oh, I want to take pictures of the Your pictures are the best. I'm like, where's Hermione? All I want to see is Hermione. <laughs> <laughs> Did you go shirtless the night before in the bar? <laughs> 
joke. Uh, I, can't, I can't quite remember. I vaguely remember talking to Kevin Smith, one of my fucking heroes. Yeah, when, when you called me, you were like so smashed, and you were just like, oh my god, I met Kevin Smith. We have to go to We got to meet him. We gotta, you got to submit your film. I'm like, the fuck is this guy talking about? Apparently, I called work that night, and the fuck, they're having a good old laugh. So. Yeah, no, you were wrecked, man. Yeah, what if Kevin tanked. Smith was trying to get on the same Harry Potter ride? Well, he remembered you, too, because when we did. when we met him in in Los Angeles the uh, later like he remembered you because he's like oh uh, Totsky interior he's like Totsky I remember Totsky you're that creep from backstage yeah and oh, when I was yeah. when I was on the phone with him on Sir he was just like, yeah he remembered yeah. you then too yeah. So right on, you're on his radar. I'm talking about meeting the heroes when fucking them tanked or fucking half asleep. (laughs) So a full memory podcast. Right. (laughs) All right, so I think we're all acquainted. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the show. I think we can start some show now, 40 minutes into the podcast. Where the hell is the commercial break? (laughs) (laughs) We're used to that. We need a a coffee and a pee break. (laughs) That's how, you, uh, that's how these radio guys work, is it? Like 10 minutes shows? Yeah, pretty much. They'll, they'll be invoicing you at the end of the evening. <laughs> uh, what were we going to talk about? I didn't know what we were going to talk about. I was having fun. Well, what about Diggers? That, that's uh, A Fort McMurray icon is being closed down. And yes. It's, uh, quite... I have never been. No? Can I ask why? I haven't heard of this until... Oh, well, I guess let's It, it kind of works into the next topic, which is the city center redevelopment. Well, let's start with that first, then. Well, what, the city center redevelopment? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, it was on, announced on Canada Day, Hold right? Hold on. I don't, I don't want to pass over diggers. I want to hear everybody's freaking diggers story. Because <laughs> I am sure oh, everybody at this table yeah, has so a... I got really drunk and Kevin Smith was there. <laughs> <laughs> I, hold on. I know Nolan. has Nolan, step up to the microphone, sir. Let's uh, have the diggers uh, This is a story that not many know. Okay, well, so, so I guess for, for, for our listeners, quick if, that them. one listener outside of Fort Memory <laughs> um, that is not familiar with uh, Diggers, essentially one of the oldest bars in Fort Memory. I mean, it, 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 it literally looks like it, it's a transient hotel. Like, uh, I, I'm mm-hmm. sure when it was established, that's what it originally was. It's it was like, like a... It was a hotel where complex. workers where workers oh. would come and stay and have their Isn't drinks, there, like, right? There used to be a strip club attached. Teasers, oh, it was, there is? yeah, yeah. I think the official name is called Variety Club because it has two Stabbies. two bars, uh, two bars, a That's hotel, and a strip club. Yeah. This is what's in this. What would you call it? A, a complex. A complex. Sure. This, oh, this is yes. one square building. Uh, even at a restaurant at one point. I know, I know that everything is attached, and uh, the reason I know that is here's the story. Okay, here we go. <laughs> so me and a couple of friends, we were out on a Monday night before uh, Remembrance Day, actually. We were watching football at Long Shots, and we didn't have to work the next day, so we are like, well, let's do it upright. And it was like 11, 11.30 on a Monday night. Long shots is about to close down. We were the only ones in there. <laughs> Where else can we go on a Monday night? The can. So we went to D- Teasers first, actually. We went to the ballet. <laughs> and uh, so we went to Teasers. And what essentially happened to Teasers was this. We were the only ones in there, again. <laughs> There was a girl in there. So what were the strippers doing before? Just no, she was, no, here's a, she was dancing. She was bare-ass naked, dancing to nobody. And it was the saddest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> so it just reminds me of that uh, community when the paintball one, where like they have, uh, what's her name, dancing on the table. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's the grading. Come on, she's a dance major. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she's in there dancing to nobody. And so we go immediately up to Pervro. And she thanks us for showing up. Holy fuck. Yeah. Well, she wants to make some money. Well, she, yeah, obviously, right? So she immediately does the, we do the, the, the loony shot, right? And 
We're doing the loony shot, and there's that barrack. There's a bar, kind of a, a ledge there, and apparently our hands were going over the line. We didn't oh, know this. We were shit faced. Snap. Our hands are going over the line. So the guy comes over once and tells us, "Hey, just make sure you keep your hands behind the line, guys." And you're the only people there, and you're being fucking. The, yeah, we're the only draft. people there. Yeah. <laughs> so can I ask a question? Yeah. For someone who hasn't ever actually been to a strip club. Yeah. What's the loony shot? Uh, <laughs> this is a little odd. Uh, <laughs> She has a... Uh, well, she's an artist. Paint her a picture. Okay. Uh, there's a naked woman in front of you, and she's laying on the ground on a blanket, and her legs are spread, and she has a... This is there's a to, target you have to Something to catch the loonies that you throw into the bucket. And if you throw the loony in the bucket, you get a magnet or a poster or... Something. It's like the carnival. Yeah. You get a magnet? Yeah, there's a lot of houses in Fort McMurray uh, with a lot I, of stripper actually, magnets. I just looked at my fridge. I was like, I think I got, no, maybe not. But, yeah, anyways. Kid, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did Andy. she ever, like, yell out at you? That's where life comes from. No. That was, she wouldn't be a very I, good that stripper was, if that were yeah. the case, Mandy. <laughs> That's where life comes from. Stripper the world. And everybody goes home for the night. It's my pleasure center. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, this would have been a much better story if that happened. This is the fucking greatest podcast ever. Anyways. goes wrong. So. Just saying that's what I would do. Well, now we know. And, and a Monday night. Put that on your stripper resume. <laughs> A Monday I night yell at the only four patrons. In the Something else you have to understand too is a Monday night stripper is not a Friday Saturday <laughs> night no. stripper. No. So, hey, yeah, this is definitely the C team. Tonight's <laughs> <laughs> show brought to you by the Audience. Yeah. So, we uh, we were there for a few more minutes, and apparently our hands are going over the line again. <laughs> And it's not like we're like vehemently flaunting the rules and deliberately putting our hands over the line. Just drunk. Yeah, and so then they swear at us over the PA. It was something like, it was like, hey, we told you fucking guys to keep your fucking hands behind the fucking line. Over the PA. There's four fucking people in the bar. <laughs> we are those four. Well, it's five. Us and the dancer. <laughs> So we're like, just in the booth? No. Yeah, the guy in the booth yelled at us, right? So we're like, well, fuck this. So we get up and leave. So as we're walking out, um, the guy's like, what, are you guys leaving? We're like, we don't need to be swore at over your PA system when we're the only ones in the bar, man. He's like, well, you got to understand that. And at this point, we're outside the door. And he's like, you got to understand, Alberta liquor regulations, man, they come in any time and bust our ass for having you guys over the line. I'm like... Are you not following me out of your establishment right now, arguing with me? I'm out the door. Just let it go, man. <laughs> so I was uh, trying to pull drunk-ass Nolan the lawyer out on him. So we got into a pretty good. We got into it pretty good, me and the bouncer. And uh, I'm not going to say what I said, but I said something I'm ashamed of. Oh, come on! <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Come on! Man. Come on, let me back in. That's where life comes from. <laughs> <laughs> I need to see the process. <laughs> I've never seen a human vagina before. So, human? What? <laughs> so anyways, so they were like, well, we're, we just got kicked out of teasers. Where the fuck do we go now? Oh, so that's fucking funny. We walk around to the oil can. <laughs> right next door? Yeah, we walk around the oil can. We're like, all right, well, let's go to the oil can. <laughs> Same guy meets us at the door, man. <laughs> 
Arms crossed. Arms crossed. Sees us trying to get in, points at us to the other bouncer, goes, Those fucks aren't getting in. We didn't want to come to your shit bar anyways. You're banned for a year. So I got banned for a year. From the, okay. From the I believe it's probably the whole complex. They're all connected, probably. So we got banned oh, for a year. So every year. Fucking dedication. You're just not allowed downtown. Yeah. Every year, actually, we have kind of dedicated, uh, after our year ban was done, the night before Remembrance Day is our... Well, that's a <laughs> Lest we forget. Yeah. <laughs> Lest we forget. And now it's going to have even more meaning because diggers and the oil can and teasers are gone. They're all gone. Yeah. Um, that's right. I have uh, a two-part two story to the to, uh, uh, teasers and the oil can. Um, when, I was, uh, when I was a kid, um, we only had the fourth theater, mm-hmm. like only the three-cinema theater, which is now closed down, which oddly enough, they're doing construction on. I don't know what they're doing with it, it's but I, I hope that. it's coming back alive no, like you'll Majestic. Hear, you'll hear what I, I know <laughs> what's going to be. How long has it been since that thing closed? Three years. I think since oh, we left for school. Like a long time. Oh, since yeah, I've been here anyway. We're talking like oh four or five. It looks oh, like it's. It, it looks I've, like I've it's haunted, Mandy. You've been to movie? <laughs> oh, okay. The ghost of Linda. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, so getting to the story. So my <laughs> my brother and I uh, on what we would do on on Saturdays because there was literally nothing else to do on Saturdays. Um, we would go. We would go to the movies, right? Because we were originally from Rydell Street, which wasn't the best part of town. And so, like I've heard the Rydell Halloween stories. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. we shared some fucking good our, stories. Our parents. Our show. parents would be like, "Here's money. Get away from this place <laughs> for a couple of hours." <laughs> So we would ride our bikes down Franklin and, you know, we'd check out all the local sites and we'd go all the way down to the 4th Theater because we were allowed to go that far. We just weren't allowed to cross the bridge to the the Thickwood side of town. Mm -hmm. And so we'd park our bikes and we, 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 incidentally, this time we decided we were going to go see uh, Batman Forever. And we were so excited because it was like, because Batman uh, Returns was so, we thought was so good, and we're like, oh, it's just gonna get better. And we didn't know this was the first Schumacher Batman, and immediately like, what is going on? And like, he just whipped out the bat critic. Well, I know, like, and and like, even as young kids, we were just like, what? Why are you doing this to Batman? <laughs> so we leave really disappointed, and because we were so disappointed during the movie, like on a couple of occasions, we left the movie to get more snacks because we were like, "Oh, this sucks!" And so like, <laughs> we need something to entertain us. So we ran out of money, and like the thing was, and and uh, I guess what had happened was my brother's bike got stolen while while we were in the movie, and so he didn't have a ride back, and we were gonna try like him riding in the back of my bike, but that wasn't happening. And so we're like, we need a ride. So we got to call our mom and dad. So we needed to go to a payphone. Closest payphone was at Teasers. So, <laughs> and how old were you? Yeah. Uh, 1997. That would have put me probably grade eight, grade nine. So you're talking 12, 13. 12, 13, right? <laughs> nice. So like, oh sweet. Tito Gillen, an awakening. And so like, <laughs> we were the only ones at Teasers. And so my brother and I, when he learned where life comes from. Yeah. <laughs> and so and so it was like around I think like two thirty, three o'clock because we went to the one o'clock show and uh and so we go in and the and the lady's like you guys can't come in i'm like but we really need to call our folks and everything and she's like oh i guess you can use the payphone just don't go into that door i'm like <laughs> okay so like i put the quarter in and i'm like keeping the phone uh, uh receiver at a distance because like it was grimy like it looked like <laughs> someone had 12 you been knew chewing on it yeah like, <laughs> like the, the part with the phone looked like a dog had been like <laughs> masticating it <laughs> And so, on the phone. 
And so I'm like, at a distance, I'm like, Mom, we need a ride. She's like, what's going on? And I'm like, we're at this place. And I'm like, what's the name of this place? She's like, Teasers. We're at Teasers. She's like, I'm coming right away. Anything. And my brother's right next to me, right? And then my brother, being the guy he is, Dog. he, like, pushes the door open. No. And I can't... I Like, this song is in my... Uh, do, what's that song? Uh, Roxy Rolla? Roxy Roller? Yeah, that song. Yeah, I pissed for, off the lead singer. From that, that point, from that point on, it's always associated with that because he opened the door oh, and there was right. a woman there and she was topless and she was dancing to that song. <laughs> and my brother was like... Solid minute door open, just yeah. staring. And I'm only going to look at the boat. I'm like, and she's like, What did I say about the door? <laughs> so Doug and I like run out and we're waiting outside because there was like, the, like, yeah, when you get in the teasers, you're into the quote unquote lobby of the oil it was like hotel. a little square. So there's always one person manning that little five by five, yeah, fucking, uh, desk, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so and so we're waiting, and like, there was all these interesting looking fellows coming in and out of the establishment, fellows, yeah, and one of them was like do you have money and i'm like uh no i just used my last quarter on the phone he's like you're lying to me and my brother's like and i remember my brother's like fuck off <laughs> and, the guy, and the guy's like so surprised at this little kid's <laughs> statement and then all of a sudden like we got the honk of the horn and my parents were there i'm like we need to get out of here because my brother's gonna get me beat up so so that wow. was part A of a two-part story. Oh, wow. And that's Year- when Doug became the bouncer. Pretty much. <laughs> Years later, what would happen is um, we, I uh, forget what it was for, like a bunch of friends, quote-unquote friends, and I went to, uh, went to, went oh, to uh, the oil can, and I was buying people uh, a round of drinks, right? And so I go up to the front of the bar, and there's this older lady, like to my right, and like I think she was wearing what was clearly a wig, but I didn't want to draw attention to it, so I was trying not to stare at it. How old are you at this point? Uh, I was probably 18, 19 at the time. I was, like, visiting home uh, from from school. And, like, so I, I asked for the shots, and then she's like, that's not a real drink. And I'm like, oh, shit, she's talking to me. And so I'm like, uh, yeah, we're just going to have, like, vodka with shooters and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, you want a real drink. You want uh, uh, what's tequila. And I'm like, I don't know, lady. Oh, and then she's like, get this get this young man some tequila and so like they change up I'm like I don't know if I have enough for this and she's like she's like it's on me and so she's like okay I'm like thanks and she's like but you have to have a drink with me and I was like ah damn it and so so it was the shots that we got plus an extra shot and so like I have the drink with her and she's like no that wasn't so bad was it and and I'm like no that was good thank you and she's like it's aged perfectly I'm like oh god I'm like it sure is and she and then she literally reaches into my pocket (laughs) and squeezes And then she like, I guess she left her number in there, and she's like, and she's like, you can go now. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> and I remember okay, I got that's a cougar and a half story. Right and there. I was like, guys, can we go to another bar? <laughs> I'm not comfortable in this place, so I've never been to that place since then. Oh, but, but hold on, the fear of running into her again. Yeah, yeah. the best. She still have her number. Aged perfectly. Yeah, uh, her sexual innuendo is fantastic. Traumatized. The best part is when you're telling this story, man. You need to do her voice because I'm sure she sounded. <laughs> Come over here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like she had been smoking for aged quite some perfectly. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can only think of smoke. Do you remember that movie Kingpin? Uh, the landlord. Yeah. That's what it reminds me. Of. 
<laughs> it was pretty bad. So oh, that's gross. So I'm not gonna miss that place. <laughs> no, uh, so, okay. I was like, uh, nothing bad ever happened to me at that store, like at at, at Diggers. <laughs> but people I hung around with. They got hurt. <laughs> Ouch. I've seen fights. I've seen fucking... I've seen the drag-offs. I've seen the people that are there. But the place never really... Like, I don't have a funny digger story. It was... When I was into that little routine of going to diggers before going to Cowboys, it was a good spot, man. It was... We had fun. Uh, I have went there with people I was seeing, and we had a good time. And it was never... It was never really the, 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 the dirt. Like, people are like, oh, this place is fucking dirty. Oil can was shady at times, but diggers was always... Diggers was always diggers. It was. It was never really. It's a meat market. To find meat. Well, isn't that a bar in general? Yeah, isn't any bar? Diggers was worse than most. There's just like there's a crowd of guys hanging around the dance floor going, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck her later tonight." Oh yeah. It sounds like cowboys. Uh, But it's it's (laughs) no. There was a degree like. Girls knew that there was a difference. So if yeah. you went there, you expected yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, all yeah, the time. you definitely would. And yet yeah. they'd still complain about it, though. They'd be like, they were staring at me dancing all night. Well, <laughs> no shit! If you're the only girl that has an ass that you can fit in a normal sized pair of panties. Of course, I'm looking at you dance. Like, <laughs> like, uh, like as I said on Twitter earlier, like. Uh, I think it's good. Like the place closing down, I think it'll be kind of good for the community image because that's always huge. Been, that's always yeah. been a staple of of the negative parts of of Fort McMurray. If you, well, but right growing up there, like, I, I don't it's have like a bad story. You walk. It's where you know if you're going walking around downtown, well, the, you see it. The right. unfortunate part about that building is just the way it looks on the outside. It's as well. it's it's and it's the the first place uh, that people go. When they're doing reports on Fort McMurray. B-roll. They want (laughs) their B-roll footage. That's the first place they go. And not the -the state-of-the-art complex that we have down at Mac Island. No. They go to the Diggers Variety Club and get their B-roll. And then that's the image that we have projected everywhere else. So you get rid of that. I've said this since, like, 2005. Like, bulldoze that place. And our image improves by tenfold. And you know, and you're you're 100 right. And it sounds like they're going like they did it with the Riviera Hotel. That's gone. They they're going to do it with McMurray and the one that's uh, across from. No, McMurray Earl's. just did some. Oh, uh, I don't know, maybe it's not called Twin Pines. Twin Pines. Yeah. That place has been bought. <laughs> the Twin yeah. Pines. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying, like those were always the ugly Twin parts of <laughs> the. Oh, yeah, and McMurray and painted. McMurray got a new paint job. Yeah, it looks like, pretty good. I'm just saying, like there's like that is going to be by simply removing that spot, which. Well, I mean, there's always going to be a place for stuff like that in the city. It doesn't matter. It's just going to find a new place. You can't have it in the middle of your downtown. Yeah. Well, uh, I find it really odd that Showgirls is, like, right across from the college. Like, I've always found that really during the day, though. What? It's good to have parking there. (laughs) (laughs) I just always do. And I got to go into the Bob Lamb. I'm like, I mean, I've I've never been the guy that's been, like, comfortable in those establishments. Like just because yeah, I feel I feel <laughs> I'm awkward. not a strip club guy. Yeah, no, I feel awkward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure you do. Yeah. <laughs> but but what I'm saying is like, but I'm not I'm not saying that like oh ban all these places. Like I mean I'm I understand that there's like a quote unquote need for these sort of establishments. And but I'm just, I guess like yeah, it makes sense to just put them in a certain location. But with that said, Jasper Ave, the Oil corner. City Roadhouse. <laughs> That's right heart of downtown. That's kind of. Yeah, but I, I, I know. What, not, I know what you're yeah, saying. Know about the looks. That's also a really shitty thing to walk through when you're walking downtown on a Friday night in Edmonton. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a pleasant experience. Look, if they could get rid of it, I guarantee you they would. Like, What's that? If they could get rid of it, I guarantee you they yeah, would. Yeah, but, well, okay, so mm-hmm. just, yeah. just to wind it back for a second, the reason why Diggers is closing and the whole Oil Sands Hotel is that, 
It hasn't been confirmed yet, but I think anyone with half a brain knows that the city is buying the land because they're promoting this. Well, not promoting it. They're implementing this plan for the city center redevelopment, which is something that we desperately need. So do we know what they're going to do with that space? Oh, shameless self-promotion here. I had a chance to talk to Russell Thomas the other day. and (laughs) You're on on the – you're on – Go. Yeah, uh, about the uh, about the city center thing. We, we went fishing and we did a video, uh, which is on the, the website. But it's it's uh, yeah. He, he talks about everything that's going to happen, and he doesn't necessarily say where it's going to go. But uh, as you said, you'd have to be brain dead if you, or just not involved in the community to not know that that's going to be Franklin Square. Yeah, so. and I'm already hearing that what the city paid for that particular complex is like a substantial jaw dropping amount. Like, well, it's downtown property. There's downtown property. 200 million yeah. style, like, fucking, oh, my God, I can't believe you paid for that. Because we all know that Diggers and the whole complex itself was not hurting for cash. It no. wasn't going out of business. It's, so it's if you're 20 grand in an hour. If you're walking in for a negotiation saying, I want to buy this land to a person that's being successful, you're already on the losing end. Well, yeah. I think what's going to happen is it'll just reopen somewhere else in town, right? Like that's probably. Uh, but uh, from what I heard, the, yeah, no. No. like I said, this is like, all was third it get out of town money. Well, no, this is all third. <laughs> no, this is all third party information. It's kind of like we give, they, we give you enough to do whatever the fuck you want in life. And, they, and he's uh, and the they're selling. Out. When you start selling glassware, start selling dishwashers. You're not going anywhere else. I don't know what that means. But the dish, uh, like the glasses, the yeah. dishwashers, oh, okay, all gotcha. that stuff. There's other people from other bars that are like looking. They're selling at off everything in, gotcha. inside okay. the yeah. inside everything the bar. Must go. Yeah. So if they're selling that, then like I said, it's the, it's the friend of a friend story. I'm hearing Buddy got paid off so well, like he's he's buying an oh, island wow. in the Caribbean type of shit. Like he's gone, right? Like crazy. So so it's going to be all a walking area now, though. Okay? It's it's all in the air. Like this is one thing that there's, we're talking about the city center redevelopment. Uh, I, well, there's a 95 page plan that details pretty extensively. Yeah. Where is what that at? I haven't been able to see that. Buffalo.ab.ca. Just search. City is that center. just the MDP? That's the uh, city center area redevelopment plan. They actually there's got a, a plan? 95 yep. page oh, yeah. plan. Okay, I've seen what they want, but I haven't seen locations or budgets or anything. No, there's not. There's there's just kind of certain segments of the downtown that they have uh, where Diggers and the oil can is is going to kind of be their downtown business hub. The Franklin Square, okay. Yeah, and, and the business hub, yeah. right? So there's going to be an unlimited height on the buildings that you can put up in that area. Okay. Rightfully so. Yeah, and there should be. When you're talking about $150 a square foot, let's build her up instead of take, keep taking yeah. up the land. Like I, I don't, I don't understand. Well, there's not too much land to take up. I feel like the city's is. gonna look like a Lego palace. You gotta build up <laughs> yeah. and not out from here on in. Yeah, downtown. Well, and that's really the only option. Right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, locked. yeah. And and like the stuff they got in this plan seems really really good. Like one thing I wanted to talk to you about on this show, and fuck it, we're an hour in. Let's keep going. The uh, is. Uh, not like we're going to cut it off or anything. Um, is the arena mm-hmm. monologue? Yeah. yeah, I am. I am monologuing my interior monologue. Um, is the arena? Uh, where is this arena going? How big? I want to see specs on this thing. Uh, there's no. This is the kind of shit I love. Like I've been so in depth into the Edmonton Arena, and I've been so in depth into the Mac Island Stadium. I really wish I had it all back because I don't do know if there's a confirmed plan yet. Uh, what I've heard and what was in the today in the birdie column that Megan McKinney does uh, was potentially where the public school building office is right now. Uh, Way back there. Yeah, there's a couple different places. You can't put it right in the heart of downtown. No. You're just not going to be able to have You don't want to put it right in the middle stuff. of all the fucking uh, houses, though, either. Those might not be houses. No, not. That's yeah. true. Very true. No, you're <laughs> so, right. So, uh, yeah, you put it there. There's a couple different uh, options, but that one seemed actually probably like the best one mm. as far as I How many seats? See. Five? Uh, as far as I know, it would be around 5,000, yeah. yeah. How many uh, years is the plan for the downtown? Oh, it's going to be... 
this is a yeah. long term vision. Damn it, I hate that. <laughs> well, I wish it was now. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, no, so no, seriously, yeah. Well, when I started looking at this, I'm like, like, can we just fast forward, get in the DeLorean, and just yeah, yeah. check this I, out? I'm very curious. Yeah. To... You know, the arena will be five thousand. Five thousand seat is plenty for a city this size. Okay, so we, were, I want to talk WHL then. Okay. What? Uh, no, that's let's do it. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. And that's. Uh, I, I, what I, did you say? What's your? Yeah, you not read my column last weekend. Then. Uh, <laughs> Did you hear my show last weekend? Uh, no, you know what? <laughs> Anyways, um, no, we're big, we're big fan of each other's work. Yeah. So a couple. Weeks I read ago, this week. So a couple weeks ago, uh, yeah, the running's not going so well. Uh, <laughs> I'm weeks, with you there, brother. A couple weeks ago, I wrote a column about how I believe that the city of Fort McMurray and whoever is going to be interested in bringing a WHL team here to Fort McMurray should pursue the American Hockey League, which is a semi-pro step just below the NHL, teams, yeah. rather than the WHL. Um, for a couple simple reasons. Number one, the WHO won't come here. It's I don't know why. I don't understand that. Travel why. schedules. They have to travel on a bus. Okay, yeah. but look at Prince George. Are they? They are already in the league, Todd. We but, are not in the league. They got voted in. They are in the league. You have to convince the entire. You have to pretty much convince everybody in the WHL that, that going to Fort McMurray is a good idea. Okay, so sit everyone into the fucking into this. It's already this been form. told. But hang on now, let's uh, let's just talk just this out. It's let's already just, done. Yeah, but let's just talk this out though. I okay. think what their decision is wrong. Nolan doesn't have the power to make this. Well, decision. no, but I'm just saying if you sit. <laughs> okay, but, okay you, am I wrong though? With the you, Prince George being, they're five hours from anywhere too. If yeah. they can do Prince George, they can do Fort Mac. And if I can sit them all into this fucking room. I'll say, if this is your guys' okay, well, biggest So what would you rather have? <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'd like to have an AHL team, but what's more feasible? An AHL, AHL team. team. You really think so? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, For the simple fact, in, and, and as Nolan pointed out in his column, they can fly in they and out. Fly in. And we're an in an international hour. airport in November. Yeah. They, they can fly in. States. They actually said that there was – I was reading something today that uh, I think by September they should be able to do international flights out of this airport. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be crazy. So, I mean, you should know that. No, I, I, I do know that, but I'm just saying if I owned a hockey team, if you guys notice the teams that are in the AHL, there's only what? One or two that's west of fucking uh, Winnipeg. Abbotsford. Okay, that's one. Abbotsford. Uh, who cares? No, I'm just saying. It's, it, they it's like, a flight. They, it's a flight. It's no, not a bus No, they like their eastern teams, and it's already been said before, where they like having everyone in the eastern teams. And we're not, that far, the, we're not that far west. I'm just saying. I think it'd be we're more pretty feasible much for a WHL. We're, we're an hour from Saskatchewan. We're right, we are. No, you're right. And we're only an hour from none of it, too. Yeah, so it's it's much more feasible for an AHL team as far as I'm concerned because it's already been – Fort McMurray has already been brought up to several Board of Governors members, which somebody uh, put in a blog. It's up on my Facebook page. Yeah, no, I've seen that one. And, that, and we're not – it's not going to happen. I told this story a hundred times, and I've told it right to Sheldon Germain's face, who seems to be con- just completely wanting a WHL team here. For number one, it's going to kill the oil barons. Your oil barons are done. Yeah. Well, why? Because it's the competing junior A hockey. If I got to go to major junior to see guys that are going to be the, the NHL, or I go to a junior A game, where's my money being spent? But no, no, I agree. Oh, plus the like, players. No, too, no, right? I, I, hold on. But that's that's when you upgrade. Like to me, even if we do get an AHL team, I'll be the first one to sign a petition and say they better be called the fucking oil barons. The oil. Why would, bar- you, why would you? Why would you name it the same thing as your junior team? Because your junior team ain't going anywhere. Your junior team stays here. Change their fucking name. Oil Barons is the state before <laughs> What? <team. laughs> Hold on now. I'm We're just taking saying. your name. Find a new one. <laughs> and welcome. Okay, so. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. So someone's going to. Ca- I, I can edit that part out. <laughs> so. <laughs> Todd Laws. Anyways, the name is not important. 
I don't give a fuck about the name, to be quite honest. The name does not matter. If the AHL comes here, you can still have a junior team. If the WHL comes here, you have it's an upgrade, but it's not two different hockey teams. Okay, I'll agree with you with that. And don't get me wrong. Like, I'd much rather an AHL team over a WHL they, team. I just really think if you were putting it on the books and trying to generate money, trying to generate, I, I really don't think an AHL is a, it, like I think AHL will cost a lot more, and you got to convince a lot more people to no, make you, it work. You have to the WHL. You are convincing people whose minds are already made up. This is like me trying to tell you about a trade that the Canucks should do. You realize that, okay? Because here's the story I've told everybody, and Children Germain as well, is I, I know for a fact that there were guys that had an application for a team in Winnipeg. They had the funding. They had the, the, the arena ready to go. For everything WHL? was done For a WHL team. And it was the, some, the Board of Governors said it was the best presentation they've ever seen. You know what they said? You're too far out of the way, and it's two hours from Brandon. I was going to say, the right next Two to hours from Brandon. Why are they so... They There's don't a fucking want, team in Victoria, for Christ's sakes. How do they, they don't have, want the loop. They don't... It's, it's 10 hours by bus to come up here, and they have to travel by bus. Why That's in the WHL mandate. But why? Why is that uh, Because it? it's an unfair advantage. Yeah. You don't... They want to keep everybody on the same level playing field. If everybody... Some, yeah, some teams would some have teams the money to fly, it, some yeah. teams wouldn't. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that, make, that makes sense. I, I understand Everybody that has point. to be on bus. And if it's 10 hours, man, that's a long bus trip, and you're not going to be able to convince one member of the Board of Governors that coming up here is a good idea, no matter... And, and what team are you going to get? But all I'm what saying team, is, what, is what, Prince hold on, George no, 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 is the it's same a, thing. It's a question, different, no. Here's the question. What team are you going to get? What, Swift Current? Prince Albert? Maybe. But they're not leaving yet. No, but Portland. Portland? Portland? They're, they just went to a Memorial Cup, man. Yeah, but I heard they're financially unstable. Nah. I don't know about that. <laughs> this is out of my league. And, and <laughs> the thing about the, the, the AHL is Abbotsford is a 10-year deal, yeah, but the city's going to try their best to get out of that deal because they had 1,000 people show up to a playoff game. No, I know. A 1,000. Abbotsford's been hurting, yeah. So there's your Do team. Do you think we can sustain the team? Well, you wouldn't go to every AHL game? No, I would. What about the baseball team? Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. That's, gonna work. that's yeah. still we'll up in there. Team. Good they're, luck they're, to Craig. They're, they're trying to find a league. league. Uh, they got to find a league yeah. first. Facility, it's getting bigger, and they're going to have like huge. Like a league? Yeah. Well, they got the a, team. They're they bought the team. They own the team. But there's no league. Called? What's that? What it's, old, it's Victoria's old team. Is the only rights team. Yeah. But there's no league. There's no league to plan. The league folded. Ball hitters. So that's the problem right now. But did you hear? Probably work on your phrasing. Did you? It's pretty awesome. It's like the sacks. <laughs> oh no! Did you hear his interview on McMurray Matters? Uh, no. Yeah, he's. Like, I'll give Craig a lot of credit. He's. He's pretty confident. He says the hard part, what he considers the hard part, is buying the team, which he already's done. And he says the second hard part was getting the city to build a stadium to hold them. That part's done. The biggest thing now is he's got to find a league. He said he should be able to find. One would think that would be the hard part. Well, I would think that would be the hardest <laughs> part at all. He says the Edmonton Capitals are wanting to play. We'll so play ourselves. They got they got three <laughs> they of the teams. Go, they should immediately be pursuing Western Major Baseball League. That's, I agree. They got to go after the Western League and we'll go after a franchise there because. Why just play? Okay, you got Edmonton, Calgary, and Fort McMurray, a three-team league. But no, I'm awesome. just saying, like you got three teams yeah, that no. might be able to enter into a league. Like it's about, I don't know. I just don't think it's that far fetched. Edmonton says that they want to be in a league, and then everybody realizes that every team that's ever been in Edmonton has folded. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, Edmonton's not really good at handling their sports teams, are they? Like, they had the best not- hockey team of all time. <laughs> Well, yeah, but hockey's the only thing they can sustain, and and that's your northern Canada. No, said, the best they fucked team. it up. <laughs> well, they're they're on their way back. They're northern. It's it's northern. It's a different. There's a much different. It's northern Canada, right? Like everyone loves their everyone loves their teams, but not as much as everyone loves hockey. You're guaranteed to get a hockey draw, but when you start to like, look, what's Edmonton's soccer team? I don't know exactly. Right? Who the fuck cares about soccer? But no, well, that's exactly it. And they hey. wanted and they wanted to go into the MLS. <laughs> That was wow. a dumb move, and yeah. it's just like I'm all for sports teams, but it's just I'm Soccer's one. I'm, I love I love I'm soccer one, when it comes to the Euro and the World Cup. I yeah. watch. I love World, World Cup. Well, I mean, Actually, the, this the, fucker got me in the World Cup. The women's the was, women's yeah, World was, we was hosted in Edmonton yeah. Yeah. last in time, and it was pretty insane. Like yeah. the games, oh European fucking soccer, like they love that oh shit, man. God, they were mm-hmm. They're selling out like hundred and fifty thousand dollar, hundred fifty thousand person stadiums, right? Yeah. But all I'm saying is like you'd go to hockey games, I go to hockey games. Like this table, like we're only fucking. What is oil barons? The Casman Center is fifteen hundred. Uh, they they go probably eighteen uh, to two. Yeah. Uh, no, it's it's nineteen thirty one. Nineteen thirty one is a sellout. Right. And, and like and but I had no problem walking into an oil barons game this year, except for the final two rounds of playoffs. Yeah. I'm all for it. I would I would advocate it. I'd I'd fucking dress myself in their colors, tattoo myself. Here's the thing you got to remember. I just don't think. I would hope that the city can support it. Here's the thing you got to remember: is a new arena means new luxury boxes, means you're new right. corporate sponsorship. No, you're right. It means all that stuff for that for a brand new team. No, you're right. And a lot of people say the Casman Center is pretty There's rough. Not that much a, a rough around the edges, and they're right. It is yeah. right. They've banded that thing. To- oh, it's it's beautiful compared to some arenas I've been in, but oh, great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it though it could not support this level of hockey. No. Five thousand seats, an AHL team. We would be a model of success in the AHL. Well, We'd John's. be similar to uh, St. John's, to a Rochester, who's been in the league since it came into no, the Rochester's league. Rochester's pretty stable, and they still yeah. they still sell it out every game there. We would be a model of consistency for the AHL. Well, St. John's is, is a prime example where like they had their team ripped from them because yeah. they were constantly selling out. Yeah, and uh, fucking who owned it at the time it was before Burt. Anyway, they wanted the farm team closer to Toronto. Yeah, so they. Put them back into Toronto, and like quite literally, St. John's lost their AHL team. So yeah. when Winnipeg put it back, they were more than cream in their pants. So, uh, but if if you got if you do manage to get Abbotsford somehow, some way out of that situation that they're in in Abbotsford, that's Calgary, and that's seven hours away from here. That's a very short flight. No, you're right. Yeah. Here's hoping if we get like I suppose it's the bill that they will come. Let's get the fucking in place first, and I suppose it's in the cards. That's a right? Dangerous thing though, and it's I, I just says that's the same. Dreams, that's man. the that's the same thing I say about the, the baseball yeah. stadium. We're building the baseball stadium. We got a team. We don't have a league to play in. It's a dangerous. But with situation that said, it is. Remember, Kevin remember when North Haverbrook built that monorail? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I'm saying, exactly. though, like, with, the, with the baseball team... You made I that s- joke last episode. I think. Hey! hey. Uh, you Did I really? Fan. You yeah. got a fan The monorail? Too, yeah. Actually, it's a good was, episode. Man, I was, was listening to it today just so that I knew like, oh, you're prepping? what to expect. <laughs> I was scared to listen to a podcast because I was like, oh, God, what the hell is going to happen? Anyway, go ahead, man. Well, I think this is what you're seeing. This is about as crazy as it's gotten. This is good. No, like with the baseball stadium, it seems like they've played it a little bit safe. Like, it's only fucking 3,000 seats. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I'm not saying this is, I'm not, I'm not trying to shit all over this idea. But what I'm, we have to have some, re- okay, we build a 3,000 seat baseball stadium. We have a team. We don't have a league no, no, to play no, I'm in. just saying, like. And we, we need it for the, we need it for Western Canada Summer Games. But after that, what's it get used for? It's going to, fuck, you don't think BPs or Labatt's League will rent that place out? A 3,000 seat arena? A 330 foot fence? 
for a slow pitch. You find me a slow pitch guy that can hit at 330 feet, yeah, no, I'll just sign the guy to a professional contract. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like fucking Happy Gilmore. <laughs> Lots of interesting stuff on the city, on the city center redevelopment. Does want to talk about tennis? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, tennis is getting kind of big with fucking Milos uh, now. Hey, we should play. Yeah, I know. Uh, I love it so much. Uh, <laughs> do, do you, practice did you, series practice. That's uh, a... <laughs> yeah. Not allowed anymore. I, I know that, they but that, that's. Them. Are you serious? That's yeah, the only reason I want like, to. Too sexy. It's too sexy. <laughs> it is too that's sexy. a rule in tennis now. The umpire is too sexy. Too sexy. Like, like I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. With you. They're allowed to go over. <laughs> you're, 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 you're putting 21, 22, 23 year old, very fit girls into these white sundresses. And they are when the stri- hell have you seen a woman wear a sundress playing tennis? <laughs> well, you know, this those, isn't the thirties. No, but the, the, those little white dress <laughs> things they wear, With their wooden the rackets, <laughs> and they're just at their uh, ah, uh, and I'm just it's like, pretty hot. It, it is when they have it's, man shoulders. It's it, it's just Serena. Like, I was gonna say the Williams sisters are built like fucking they linebackers. They all have man shoulders. Yeah, they're yeah not all. It's just like the curling when the women are yelling, "Hurry, hard!" It's just it's. It's awesome. Jerry, Jerry's a very audible yeah, guy. Yeah, he's like, stuff super hot, too. So to kind of close this one off, it kind of is. City, not this podcast, but this is this topic. The city center redevelopment is coming. I think it's very, very positive for the city. I think we needed it years ago. And it's very, I think everyone's heard about it. There's a lot of chatter about it. But with Diggers closing, it's kind of put the first wave into effect where we're like, this is happening. Listen, read my column this weekend in the Fort McMurray Day. This. J- July 21st will be the day that we look back and say everything changed in downtown Fort McMurray. You heard it here first, folks. The uh, So that's coming, but I wanted to comment on we haven't had a chance to talk about Highway 63 in the last little while but since the report's been released. So I kind of wanted to touch on that. Uh, before we get into, I think the big topic is the Facebook group that uh, some people want to mention because I've been kind of big on that one which is a lot of people say I'm the cause of all the problems which is unheard of for me The um, but no I actually had the chance I was in Edmonton uh, for a wedding and I actually remembered that it was July, or, sorry, June 29th and I knew that the Mike's report was due now I didn't think they would actually talk about it on that specific day but I seen on Twitter that they were doing press conferences so I was in Edmonton I emailed Mike I was like any chance that I can get myself in on this press conference and uh, he said yes hey so it was, celebrity I, it was actually <laughs> I may not be able to butt in on a, on a Patty's line but god damn it I can walk into the fucking legislature <laughs> <laughs> I love the tweet all these media people are looking at me like who's the asshole in the jersey oh I was fucking sick <laughs> <laughs> so like he was like get there early so I'm like okay yeah this is kind of big news I'll fucking get there everyone's early. all dressed formally it was it was 9.30 <laughs> I'm there in a. Jer- I'm there in my fucking. Uh, I didn't have my podcast jersey. I'm there in my. Mike's blue- just like. I'm there in my Blue Jays jersey, my Totsky hat, my fucking clown shoes. I'm. I'm wa- quite literally. I walk up to the security at like it's, uh, press conference at nine thirty. I'm there at like eight fifteen. Get there early. First time I'm early for anything. So I go up to security and buddy's just like, um, can I help you? I was just like. <laughs> I said something stupid. I'm just like Totsky. I'm here for the press conference, and he looks at his thing, and he's just like, "You're not on the list." I was like, "Oh, uh, Todd Hillier," and he's just like, "Okay, here, wait, you're here for what?" I was just like, "I'm here for the press conference." <laughs> so he's like, hey, "Yeah, you're on the list," and he's like, "Here's your pass." And I'm, I don't know why, but I'm fucking nervous, and I'm sitting there in the email. <laughs> the guy uh, wasn't his one of my assistants says, uh, "Be there early, media room, uh, media room nine thirty." That's what it said. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, can you show me where room number 930 is? 
Oh, and Buddy's like, um, there's no ninth floor to this place. Holy shit. Yeah, I know, I know. It was bad. And I'm just like, I'm kidding. And I literally had to pull up the email on my phone, and he's like, you're looking for the media room at 930. <laughs> and he's like, the media room's downstairs. You just see, see him grab his book and just make a little <laughs> Never again. Follow this guy. So there, I got my fucking visitor badge, and, and everyone weighs me through all these security checkpoints. So I'm there roaming around. Oh, no, I wanted to get down there first. I'm like, it's going to be busy. Roaming around. So I didn't roam around until after. So like I, a bear. So I get down to the me- I get down to the media room, and like the door's locked. And I'm just like, all right, so I guess... I'm like, did it start? Are people in there? And I asked one guy, I'm like, is this where the press conference is? They're like, yeah, yeah, doors open up at 9 o'clock. I'm like, okay. So I literally roam around the entire <laughs> legislature. I actually started following this tour group. <laughs> awesome. And I got to know all the paintings, and that was kind of cool. <laughs> so 9 o'clock comes up, and I go down. There's sure enough, the doors are open. Not a soul there. They got everything all set up, the podium. So I'm just like, okay. So I just sit there. And I sit there. And I sit there. But... Quarter after nine, nine twenty, maybe. Maybe it was a ten after one or two people start sauntering, and it's just the camera guys, right? And they all know each other. They all do this every day. It's like global. It's it's mm-hmm. easy, but it's only one or two people as camera guys. Everyone's talking about how they can't wait to get off in the long weekend, yep. and they all start staring at me because I'm taking this. I'm literally sitting on the very corner seat in the back row, and I'm just there, like the Totsky hat, red shoes, just on my phone, right? And I literally heard one guy in the background. They're like, "Who's that guy?" And the guy's like, I don't know, he's been here forever. (laughs) 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 So literally, it's like fucking 920. Were you the audience? Uh, What's that? Were you the audience? I'm just sitting there. I'm a a visitor. I got my pass. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like fucking Wayne and Garth when they got into the back of the the concert and they're just showing the pass to everyone, right? So I'm literally sitting there, and there's only like two or three camera people up until like 9.25 and I'm just like fuck no one gives a shit about this anymore like this is crazy and all of a sudden the room just fucking flooded everyone was there at like 25 or like 28 after everyone sat down and all this one chick was started talking about was food and it was fucking funny because she's like right beside me turns out it was that Vassy girl <laughs> so and I follow her and she follows yeah. me I was like oh shit she better not read that what I just said or put two and two together she won't know who I am fucking Totsky right <laughs> <laughs> and the tattoo yeah. right yeah it's true too uh, so everyone was staring at me up until the up until the press conference started and that was pretty much the end of my escapades because I just got to listen to uh, stupid questions from the Edmonton media oh fuck it was unreal I'm glad Tyler actually che- chimed in. It was kind of cool this whole teleconference thing that they do because Tyler actually yeah. came in with a pretty good question. Uh, report got released. They handed out the reports just as Mike uh, uh, took the stand, I guess, or the podium with Rick McIver. What? The stand. The stand. The stand. <laughs> pretty much, it's, he's in the court of public opinion. Now that's accurate. You swear to tell the truth. Uh, have you guys read the thing? Like, I was actually kind of shocked that it didn't give anything that we really wanted. Like, I'll give him credit that he recommended some. Some. Okay, the thing is, the report was to indicate recommendations on how to make Hive 63 safer. They did that. There's some really good recommendations in the report. Kudos. The problem is, they never touched on the fucking twinning. At all. Well, he said that uh, they have a timeline of 11 years. They're going to bump that down by a third. They can right off the bat, and they're looking at bumping it down down further. further. Yeah. Now, a lot of people seem like they're taking this report at this is what the government's going to do. Nay, these were Mike's recommendations to what the government should do. Rick McIver said at the meeting he was taking all the recommendations. I think there was 22 of them, except 
except one recommendation was to put photo radar on the highways. Yeah, point I, to point. I, 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 and I wish they would have went with that. Right off the bat, he said that no, and that was kind of shocking. I, I was so pissed when he said that because I thought the number one thing that everybody says here is the fines aren't expensive enough. And it's and I'm not. I love Fort McMurray, man. I'm here and I'm here for a long time too. Uh, and let's face it, we're all making outrageous money compared to what we were making in the Maritimes or from Ontario or wherever we're from. Well, not uh, all of well us. except for you, who is from here. <laughs> <laughs> Why is your head bubbling so and, much? <laughs> but but people always say that the fines aren't expensive enough. If you put a freaking camera. Every ten or fifteen kilometers. By the time you get to Edmonton, you would have like two, three thousand dollars worth of tickets. That would happen to you once. I don't care how much damn money you make. True. When you have a ticket for three thousand dollars, that's it. And the best suggestion that came up on my show, and I wish this would have been in the recommendations from Mike, was I say the freaking province buys a car crusher. We stick it right downtown, <laughs> and the first. Freaking guy that does 300 kilometers an hour on his freaking like crotch rocket hanging. motorcycle has to come down with the media all gathered around, and he's got to hit the freaking button, and his little crotch rocket's going to get crushed, <laughs> and then we're going to bring in the freaking idiot that was doing 100 or 200 kilometers an hour in his car and stone him. Yeah, <laughs> no, he won the lottery, and, and, and he's going to crush his car, and then all the idiots are going to go, "Oh my God, this is for real!" And it, you, you watch what happened to this boom. town. The, the problems will be solved. That's where diggers went. It's going to get fucking demolished, and it's just going to be like the car crushing emporium. Um, well, based on the report, like, have you looked, checked out the report at all? I, I, I just called say, it. Was that? I told you, like, uh, the, when 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 this all this uh, thing blew up because of the incident that happened. I was like, it's going to go to the premier. Premier's going to toss it to the deputy. Deputy's going to toss it to someone else. And that person's going to, the person, it's, it's going to roll downhill until someone makes some recommendations. And then just going to be like, okay, yeah, we heard you. And that'll be it. And yeah. right now you're right. Because has it ended right now? We're waiting for the government to make commitments on the recommendations, which they have not. I, I honestly. I, uh, there was a tweet today. Uh, McIver says, a lot of activity on Allen's Highway 60 report. He doesn't have a date for a decision, but says we're moving on it. I'm, I um, <laughs> personally. Well, okay, hold on, guys. <laughs> this is government. This is a slow thing oh, to get well, anything done. Nothing happens quickly. And, and I understand that. Has this uh, that's not the issue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, well, yeah, but okay, yeah, but you can't you, you can't say, oh, sorry, we we do we fucked this up for seven years. You, no, but, but what does that help? You have to look towards the future well, and fix it. Fort McMurray started to explode by the time I was leaving. Right. That was 10 years ago. I agree. Yeah. And it should have been done then, there's but that, it wasn't. So we can't, we, can't put it, we can't get in a time machine and fix it. comparing it to a snail's pace, but um, uh, what I'm getting, I guess <laughs> oh, that reminds my me. opinion on this was um, the transportation minister fucked up. His job is to know the progression of these projects, and it's clear that he doesn't. You're talking before Rick McIver, because whoever's in that position, because well, he, he's over, he's gone. Needs, no, over whoever it is back. needs to it be up to speed with oh, right, how that construction on. was going, and it's clear that they weren't watching it as closely as they should yeah. have been watching it. And the construction just basically it, 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 they went at whatever pace they felt like going. 
Like, for whatever reasons, there were other projects that are like, oh, something else is a priority. We're going to pull contractors from this, from this. Like, it's their job to make sure that doesn't happen. Or if that happens, to at least make sure that the public is aware of the diversion of, of, of yeah, asset right. and power. I, I, I'm going to give you an example of what we did in Nova Scotia. When I was 18, one of my first radio shows I ever did was a call-in. And I did We Should Twin the 101 Highway, which went from where we were in the Annapolis Valley to Halifax. It's like 110, 115 kilometers. And people were dying on the highway all the time. It was just a big wreck. When I was 19, 20, they said, yep, we're going to start. And they started construction. I am 43, and that highway is not done. Wow. Really? So do you think then that... Like the idea of it being twinned will fix all the problems. That's it'll so fix head on. It'll Hold on, I hate, I hate, yeah. I hate I, this yeah. because people say it's not going to stop people from speeding. No, we're not saying it's going to stop no, stop people. From fix what we're saying is that. it's going to stop seven fucking people from dying on the highway. Yes, no, yes that's exactly. not what I'm saying though. Like what I'm saying is because realistically it won't happen anytime soon. Like how do we? Try to make this it. is what I liked about it's the report because there was long, there were short term, mid term, and long term goals recommended in Mike's report. This is what I like, and this is what they need to start committing on is some of the short term fixes, i.e., dedicated police force, uh, any of the stuff in there like the roadside turnout, more turnouts, more passing lanes, stuff like that. That's already been implemented as well, right? Like the signs. I don't care what anyone says. When you go down that highway and you see after a pass lane, it says next passing lane ten kilometers. That's awesome. Yeah, damn yes. right. Because there's been a few times where I'm like, I'm going to pass this truck. Oh, wait. Those are ten, useful. Yeah. 10 kilometers, yeah. I'll just fucking wait. And yeah. I've done it, right? Yeah. Like, those are useful. But that doesn't stop the guy blowing past you on a double. But you're not going to ever be able to stop those will. guys. You're never going to be able to stop them. One thing that accident that happened on April 29th that I think we can all agree on is that, um, like, unless the highway was twinned, which it wasn't, I'm thinking there's, I think we're quite positive that nothing could have changed that accident. It was simply a bad move by the driver, a total misjudgment. He wasn't speeding. There was no alcohol involved. That's already been said. And he actually passed on a, on a uh, broken line. It was just bad weather. It was just a bad decision. Mm-hmm. And you can never prevent accidents like that. It, it was a bad decision for that bus uh, back in whatever, uh, 06. Yes. It was a bad decision for that bus to try to make that loop and get stuck. Accident happened. A lot of people died. Bad decision. Those are the ones you can't avoid, right? This particular accident on April 29th, uh, 20 would have prevented it. Completely 100% would have prevented it. But um, like you said, what can we do until we get to that goal? More cops. Photo radar would have been great, but that was shot down. Uh, roadside turnouts, passing lanes, driver education, as useless as it can be. Out of the five people, uh, you give a, a driver education to five people and one person gets something out of it, to me that's a success. That's the kind of yeah. stuff that will help it until this like twinge. those public advisory things? Like, do you know those drunk driving commercials that yeah, you see all the Yeah, the billboards time? that they put up. Is, well, yeah. we do those had do one... anything? Like, does that, do you think that that... My, Because uh, drunk driving is basically, like, unacceptable I think my example for smoking, like, I've, I've literally been behind people in line where they're like, no, I don't want the dead baby pack, can you give me the tongue? Yeah, actually, I used to work at uh, 7-Eleven for over that. the summers, I, and, like, someone would be like... I don't want the one with the teeth. That doesn't like smoking doesn't do that to the te- to your teeth. And I was like, dude, I just work. I here. think dramatic. I, I, I know. I think <laughs> dramatic. Ex- dramatic examples work. That was actually a quote that shocked me out of. It uh, really hit me when I was watching Nolan's Batman. You need a dramatic example to get people out of their. So apathy. you want Batman to patrol the highway? Batman needs to patrol the highway. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably one of the least, the uh, most realistic things I've heard. Yeah, <laughs> some guy in a Batman yeah, suit. Some of the some of the suggestions that I've heard. Yeah, of no, you're right. They've got Nuts. they've got, they got the Batman in Toronto on their yeah. subway now. So. <laughs> hey, you know, um, it, it occurs to me that even if they don't have uh, speed, uh, speedometers on there, why not just have signs that show what speed you're going? Uh, 
excellent for short term. I think. I think that's. I think that's. I mean, cheap. Uh, like I you know, you know the you know the big uh, yeah, yeah. the big. Uh, Do you uh, think that the guys that are they don't give a shit. driving at two hundred miles per hour five, don't know for, that for the five people no, for the five enough, people that it happens to and one person changes their mind? Maybe. I think it's worth it. But but that um. But that being said, uh, there's something to say about crime prevention through environmental design. Basically, <laughs> a little sip yeah, There you go. Essentially, um, <laughs> sorry, that was total geeky work shit right there. Uh, it, it like statistically, like the bluff could actually work to an extent. Like a lot of the times, if, if people, for example, like if someone thinks they're being watched. Mm-hmm. They That's tend true. to behave, even if they're idea. not actually being watched. Yeah, but yeah. as soon as they find out they're not, though, as soon as they find out they're not, oh yeah, of course, right? Yeah. But that's all I'm getting at, right? It's, so. it's it's the old thing where the cops used to park the car on the side of the road and put a mannequin in it, and people would slow down. It's and true. They'd snap. Yeah. <laughs> no one thoughts. You seem pondering. I don't know. I'm worn out. I know it's. I'm it's, worn it's out so on it. I am completely worn out on this issue. I'm worn out, man. And we get it more than anybody. Oh, no, I, yeah, Every day we get phone calls. Let's and we talk get about the group. <laughs> Nolan, do something. <laughs> get there and twin that shit. Well, this is news to me. I just heard that there was two groups with Highway 63 and they were fighting with each other or something. Is this what I don't know. What's the, name? what's the actual title of this, okay, one, this group? Act, there's one particular group that uh, there was quick little chat on the phone there. Sorry, I got a message. <laughs> Alright, hey baby, how's it going? What's the name of the yeah, Okay, it's uh, Please Twin Highway 63 Now. Let me double check. Okay, that's the one that has 20,000 people or a hat. Numbers are dwindling, which we'll talk about in a second. The other one that I've seen is Petition to Twin Highway 63. That has 10,000 members on it. Uh, that one, it's kind of aimed more at the sign the petition. Yeah. Where the Please Twin 63, or Please Twin Highway 63 Yeah, that's now the nutjobs. Is the one, yeah, is the one that actually uh, Nicole and Ashley started that yeah. organized a rally which was generated out of really good interest and it started off very, very strong. It was positive and it was great. It and has, all the, all the yeah, credit, all the credit awesome. to Nicole and Ashley. They did Damn a fantastic right. job with that at the start. It was great. So it's It's been in, like any great movement... It has been inundated by nut jobs. No, it's like any any forum on the internet. For the record, you give people. Are you the, talking about me? <laughs> no, 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 Lord, no. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, no. Sometimes, like, like I, I will admit, like, I will get on there at a few points, and I start out by simply saying, if someone says a stupid comment, I'm just going to go on there and I do. Probably, but here's the hold thing. on now, hold on. I do probably say it a little aggressively, but my whole point is I'm trying to prove why their comment was stupid. That's my goal. Yeah, I know. That. After yeah, after that, it you usually get that a tattoo. It usually <laughs> it usually turns into a fucking flame Especially fest. Especially on on forums, the internet is where logic goes to die. Yeah, it's true. Like, there's no point. So, anyways, this this group. Uh, I, I equate it to like I have a tendency whenever there is a movement or a political uprising or whatever, I have a tendency to judge that by the most vocal members of that group. The reg- quote unquote regulars. The, the no, the most vocal members. When when I saw that the Wild Rose or the Wild Rose Party here in Alberta was starting to be an upstart, I judged them based on their most vocal members, okay, the most yeah, homophobic, yeah. racist members of that party, and yeah. I think that is completely fair to judge a group based on that. Yep, when, the weakest link. Yeah, absolutely. This group, uh, which started off great, I left the group. Fair, after the rally, I think I left the that Facebook group because that's when it, things started to degrade, uh, and now it has just been posts by non—it's just nonsensical ramblings 
of people. Like there was one post yesterday asking Mike Hamlin how he would feel if his girlfriend died on the highway. That it's was rid- unbelievable. It is ridiculous. Like what do you, what do you want him to do? He just put out a report. What do you want him to go down there and run a fucking bulldozer? Like like they're posting yeah. pictures of of highways in BC. This post- is what fucking I don't and they're, get. They're posting pictures of Allison Redford at the Calgary Stampede. Stampede. Like what are you? Is she not supposed to go to the Calgary Stampede? Is she supposed to go run a bulldozer too? Like give me a break, people. Yeah. This is not going to happen overnight. We are building a highway on Muskeg. It's a un- and I agree. It has taken far too long. And before this even happened on April 29th, I was the front runner. Saying this has taken longer than the goddamn Alaska Highway took, and that's a modern miracle. Okay, yeah, right. But we gotta pump the brakes here. Like this is not going to happen overnight, and I know it's taking too long. We can't go back and change time. We have to look to the future. And there's a recommendations out. The government's going to do with them what they want. You people that are out there that are just spreading vit- vitriol at this are not helping anything. You are. Absolute nut jobs that are not helping a thing. You make us look like a bunch of idiots. Thank you. Fuck. You know what? We're going to end it right there. Fucking for Wyman Podcast. I'm talking. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I, to be honest, I, I, I was like, fucking, what's I going to say about this? Because some people are like, Todd, you go on there and you say too much shit to start all these fucking wars. And, and that's fine. If I do, that's, that's great. My point is, I'm only trying to sit there and say, what you're saying is stupid, and this is the reasons why. Do I say it aggressively? Sure, but fucking get over it. It's the internet, and like, but, but, <laughs> and no, as simple as don't stop taking everything fucking to heart. Like, really, I'm not attacking your fucking wife or kid, like, or your fucking girlfriend, which I thought that was a which a draw dropping post. And what's been getting me is they're posting in the most irrelevant shit. And to be honest, I, I don't want to get into it because you said it. You you said exactly how I felt and what I've been trying to say on that group. Maybe people's like, you should just leave. My mom's like, why don't you just leave why do you bother wasting your time on this i just usually say because i just enjoy wasting time in general so it's the reason the, it, o- the only yeah no and the only reason like and i guess I, I did say it when i was like the only reason why i still come here is for the fucking false hope that i've actually hopefully that someone that's new to the group looks at what i'm trying to say and sees that listen these guys are nothing but fucking sitting there thinking that the government is the worst and is just the worst and they're constantly bashing they're not trying to do anything productive can no. can can i just like do a little bit of a comparison here these are the same people that joined that whole connie 2012 group like <laughs> yeah. It's it's like it's whatever. Well, it's like anything too. The the occupy thing. It's like it starts off as a great idea. It starts off as a brilliant idea. Yeah, let's just let's let's prosecute the bankers. Fantastic idea. And then the the nut jobs get in and are like, yes, we want. Well, we want to do this. Well, we want to do this. Well, we want to do this. And this is a little bit different. It's just become more radical. Like. It's become it's become more it's just full of, of hate impatience, right? And so what you have to look at is why it's actually taking so long. Like the actual practical side of it, you need someone to go in, review it, see why it's done though. And but then the take that information, out. know what not to do in the future, so like, that it can actually go forward, right? And yeah, if they're doing that, then that's all you can I really do. Guarantee you, the nut jobs on that on that forum and that group. Have not even read the report. Nope. Well, no, and that's and the that's, scary part that's of exactly it. it, though. Like, 
Here's the thing: like everyone can can st- say they stand behind a cause, but unless they have the will and the dedication to act and actually be, you know, actually do something about it, like I mean, they'll all they're gonna do is just talk bullshit on the internet. Like I mean, that's what the internet's for. It's like a venting ground for these people. And that was one of the things gonna, I said uh, towards the end. I was like, uh, uh, to me, that page. The only reason why I'm still there, like I said, is false hope that hopefully I'm, I'm trying to change someone's mind. And and the fact that. The forum is great for group organizing, like organizing some movements. People don't want to sit there and fucking sit around a table, constantly bash the government day in, day out. They want to organize rat. Like how to get the voice heard is organizing rallies, We've organizing fucking – keep going with it's it. It's happened, man. Like, Tomorrow there's a memorial drive, and I think this is a great a, idea. Yeah. I think, it, And this is what I think that group should be for and what it needs to be used for. Uh, and Sorry, I can't pronounce your names right now. I totally forgot. It's Annie and Hilda. I don't know the last names. Uh, you guys know who you are. Uh, Great job on organizing the memorial ride going from Mac Island to uh, uh, Mariana Lakes, uh, all for in memory of the people that lost their lives. That is fucking brilliant. That is what na- that page needs to be for. Doing stuff like that. Uh, Jody Ann, I can't remember the other. I can't remember her last name either. She's trying to organize committees uh, on how to keep this movement alive. That's what the group is for. The group isn't for telling us that the highway in BC is twin, so why isn't it twinned in Fort Mac? The group, it shouldn't be for uh, Alison Redford shoveling shit in the, the stampede, asking her why she's not there uh, twinning the highway. That's not what the group is well, for. It's, because it's easy enough to post, that's why. These people lack conviction. Well, I, I'm going to call you up for one second, because I'm just looking at your laptop here right now. And you got the No Excuses Twin 63 sticker on your laptop. Yeah. And I hated that from the beginning. I hate that... It, Twin 63, yes. No excuses, Twin 63, is part of that, that nut jobbery. What's an uh-huh. excuse? Like, okay, you can come fucking up with caribou. A, yeah, well, yeah, but, but how does that, once again, how does, how does saying no excuses, Twin 63, how does that help? I mean, how does that help? Someone made some money off of those stickers. How does that I got help? mine for free. From. But like it doesn't. That's that's the kind of attitude that Still doesn't help number. anything. Aha! Uh-huh. No, I'm kidding. That's the kind of attitude that doesn't help. That's that's the kind of attitude where people See, post yeah, the pictures and, and that post no, the no, pictures no, no, of no. Alice and Redford. And this and is say, where me and you are going to separate as we do all the time. Yeah. Uh, your your focus is absolutely perfect, but I think you just take it's it that div- one step further. Than it's I, than divis- I do. it's of a div- divisive attitude. It's an us versus them attitude. Agreed. And I don't, okay, agree. We should be working with government, which is, I Only think, what is happening finally. Right now, which is finally happening because we actually have an MLA that gives a shit about our city. Oh, great! So, or yeah. two MLAs that give a shit. And about it's our actually city. Uh, involved with the whole so, process. Yeah, right? and has consulted. And uh, people saying that Allison Riffer should be coming. Allison Riffer's been up here three times in 2012. Three. Yeah. In six months, she's been up here three times. Oh, you find me another premier in Canada that's been to a city of 75,000 people three times in six months. It's never happened. Never. Anywhere across Canada. Never. Yeah. I can count on one hand the time the premier came to my hometown of yeah. 10, 15,000 people in my whole life. Yeah. She's been here three times in yeah. six months. No, I agree. Uh, like I said, I agree with what you're saying. I won't go as far as to saying like it's a... It's also a media hot topic, though. It's not... Well, she's got a, you, yeah, but, but you can't call her... What, what, what more do you want from her? Like what more? What more do you want? This is a big problem. With that said, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll tag you. I'll tag you on this one. What I want from her right now is for her to acknowledge the report, which she hasn't done though, Nolan. She hasn't acknowledged it yet. At least to say, hey guys, we're working. So you don't think you don't think she has? Touch it. She hasn't. You don't. You don't. No. 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 You don't think she's read the report? Well, I. But she, you don't think she? She fucking read it. But at least. Oh, well, okay. What do you want her here? I can. I can word for word. This would be Alan from Redford's statement on the Highway 63 report. 
We're taking it under serious consultation. I appreciate all the work that Mike Allen did on this and consulting the people of Fort McMurray. This is a very serious issue. We're taking it very seriously. There's Alison Redford's statement. So why can't she say it? Why the fuck do you want her to say it? What does it matter? It's just going to add flames to the fire because they're just going to criticize that too. Why does it matter? All we get is a fucking Why does it matter for her to say it? Why? Alison Redford answering that question is like talking to Sidney Crosby on Hockey Night in Canada. Yes, we're working hard as a team. We're trying to keep it together. It's, you know, it's the exact same thing. Why the hell do you want to What does it matter to say it? So don't you think maybe the reason people are doing what they're doing on these forums is because they want someone to actually... What she's Like I said, she's been up here for three... She's been up three times. She's been up here three times in in six months. she's been up here three times and you already know what she's going to say... I know what every politician's going to say. Oh, yeah. Anything about it. Did you drive up here when you came up? Yeah. There's more work being done on that highway now than has been done in the past that 15 is true. years. Yeah. That is That's true. Good there is more work being done. Yeah. Like No, you're right. This is this is an issue that is this it is being from- it is being taken very seriously. Anybody that thinks this issue isn't being taken seriously is is no, an, I'll agree with you on that. It's Maybe it's taken, just me and my comfort level. We can't I, instead build of hearing a highway from, overnight. It no, no, doesn't happen. Agreed. But instead of hearing what you think that Alice River wants to say, even if she repeats your word line for line, I just want her to say it. Who the hell commissioned the report? Do you not think that Alice Alice Redford commissioned the report? (laughs) What do you mean commissioned? She's the one that told Mike to do it. Oh yeah, no shit. But like, well, does that not acknowledge the report? Okay, fair enough. I I, I just want to hear the need for the report. It doesn't acknowledge. I want to hear. (laughs) (laughs) No one just walked out of the house. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't. I don't. He doesn't smoke, and he's having one. I'll tell you. I don't see. I don't see how her saying yes, we've seen the report. Makes a lick of difference. Maybe it just maybe that's why I sleep with a fucking teddy bear, sir. I just need that fucking comfort zone. It's just me. Okay, so she's read it. She's looked over it. They're gonna have a committee about what implementations to make. Well, we got like that tweet from Rick McGyver. I like that, but that's that's the first thing we heard. You want to hear what they're actually going to do? I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. We're not. No. Here's here's point number one. The government isn't in session right now. It is summer break. They don't meet. They are on summer vacation. Like most other government workers at this time of the year, it is the middle of summer. They don't meet. She's read the report. I guarantee you she's read the report. If you do – even – I question the report even coming out on June 29th, the day before the Canada Day long weekend, because it kind of got thrown under everything else. picturing them throwing paperwork up in the air. (laughs) (laughs) Because it is – it's summer. It's not a time to – the government doesn't meet. And I understand this is an important issue everybody. But you got to remember that uh, of the – how many ever L- – 80-some MLAs we have, maybe more than that, probably I more than that. 83 or 80, something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, two of them are here in Fort McMurray. Oh, you're so right. 81 represent the rest of the other cities. And they're in cities, as far as they're concerned, are just as fucking important, important. as Fort McMurray is. No, I, I can agree to that. Like One of the things I left out of my little adventure down to the, this press conference was as soon as Mike and Rick left – I got up and like I was like I was sitting in like everyone's kind of cramped, so I was kind of like banging my chair as I was leaving. So everyone's kind of turning and looking at me because I guess that's when the wild rose comes in and tears the report apart, and I didn't realize that, right? So it got to a point where one camera guy is like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, oh, "I'm just going to leave." They're like, "No, there's another guy going to speak," and then that's when Shane, blah blah blah, the one that said that he's the MLA wild rose MLA from Lagavish that did the whole snail quote. He's the one that got up there and kind of tore the tore the report apart in just your typical Wild Rose way or uh, government. I'll give him credit way. for the snail thing. That was funny shit. No, what, and it was true. <laughs> and I, I love how the Ebony Journal actually put yeah. the comparison yeah, on there. Yeah, right? that was great. Dude, are you aware of it, man? No. 
There's like uh, there's like a, a picture that's showing. It shows like how fast a snail actually travels per year. Yeah, they took his comment they, very literally. And then they compared it to the actual rate of construction. And, and the snail is winning. Faster. Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It's pretty interesting. I will agree with you one thing. Uh, it, the, as much as it kind of sucks to say, the, the movement is getting tiresome. Uh, with with just the way everyone's getting on and the way it's moving, I like to see more uh, actual action. And everyone's just like, "Todd, what are you doing to uh, uh, to to help this action?" I'm talking about it, and that's more than ninety nine percent of everybody else is doing. Yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I give them all credit. Uh, keep with the movement. It's like I think the memorial ride, which is uh, by the time you hear this podcast, it's happening tonight, Tuesday night. It's happening at six o'clock at Mac Island. If you can get involved, I think it's a great cause, um, and it's that kind of stuff that I think needs to con- needs to continue. Yeah, I agree. I'm just no. I hear I, you. I, You're spent. I I'm, I I am, but. I... <laughs> Are you talking about it on your show? Because I know that on my show, I can't I, I, not. I, I, I'm, I, I keep it to a bare minimum. Yeah. Unless when it came, there's something it, happening on 63, I'm not talking. First month, it was pretty much an almost everyday topic. Oh, big time. But so now. I see what you're saying, Jerry, but we're just waiting until the next accident happens, and they can just fire right back up. Do you think we'll ever yeah. get to the day where we can talk about like a speed train? Between that's I when they originally so. did the original plans for that highway it's twenty. Yep. Uh, the the tree clearing yeah. has been when they cleared the trees for the twinning, uh, they left room apparently for a high speed rail. Yeah, I think that'd be oh, insane. That would, that would just be genius, wouldn't it? I would. Wouldn't it make? Wouldn't it just people? make? Wouldn't, wouldn't it just make sense for the government to do what we all wanted them so to do? <laughs> You know, when they wanted to. Yeah, wouldn't it just, that would just make so much sense. But if you're new to Fort McMurray and you're driving up the Highway 63 for the first time and you see that sign that says estimated completion date 2013, you're going to think that they're going to do some serious fucking pavement. I'll tell you now. <laughs> one thing, uh, as Mandy said, well, I think we'll kind of the last one for the 63 unless someone else wants to chime in. Uh, you said short term, what can you do right now? To prevent, <laughs> what can you do right now to to make Highway 63 safer? I think the best thing anyone can ever do is drive defensively. Yeah, be safe First on the step, road. Yeah. Drive, uh, be aware. Drive, drive defensively. Be aware of what's going on around you. Constantly look at other drivers. Drive within the speed limit. Don't text. Driving, Jesus Christ, please don't text. Driving defensively will help solve a lot of issues. Like I said, some problems that you can solve, but that doesn't mean you can just fucking fly by. Uh, Go through driving willy nilly. Pay attention. Drive defensively, and it does work. Anyone got any final thoughts on Highway 63? Before we go, Mandy, I would like for you to tell me in detail <laughs> and in depth what the Artist in Residency program is all about. Uh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's finger painting. <laughs> um, the program is really wonderful. It's myself and three other artists who are brought in to Fort McMurray. And to only one gets to leave at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> All into a cage. <laughs> we're, we're located in Holy Trinity School, which has that really amazing theater. And Beautiful theater. That art center. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in there making artwork for two months, and there's two artists that are going to be up in Fort Chippewan for all of August. Cool. And at the end of our residency, um, we have an exhibition out at Mac Island in the, the community awesome. gallery there. 
every Sunday we have an open house at the school from 1 to 4. If you want to come and see what we're doing there, making work and talk to us and ask us any questions. I picture it being like a zoo where it's like these glass windows. See the artist as they <laughs> magnificently run the yeah, brush. Exactly. Like someone comes up with a banana. <laughs> You done don't good, feed the artists. You done good don't colors. feed the artists. So this was all provided. To be starving. No, I'm really all provided by the city. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're or a municipality a studio and just we're giving talks every Wednesday at six thirty, also at Mac Island. So if you want to actually hear an artist talk about their work or about the process or Fuck just yeah. know what the hell they're doing, I found. Uh, I mean, it's really. Sorry. We're here to like kind of like bring a bit of outside art culture into the city. So, so like, are you the only one in the program that's actually from Fort Mac, or are the other ones from here too? Like, I know you one left other, for a bit. One other girl is from Fort McMurray. Okay, yeah. cool. She, so she's doing her BFA. I forget where, but outside of Fort McMurray, and then two other artists that are from outside of here, and then the two up in Fort Chipone are also not from here. So, do you have criteria you need to do, or can you just paint whatever you want, or do? You, like you yourself, do you look to any inspiration or? No, I hate maybe, inspiration. Maybe a podcast, perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> he wants you to draw as him. Most most artists, yeah. as with most artists, inspiration is overrated. Can, yeah. can you draw me like one of your French guys? <laughs> hold on, hold on. He's looking more for the George Costanza, yeah. the Kramer, the Kramer, yeah. timeless yeah. art of seduction. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I was going to say it was interesting. Uh, Mandy and I were talking about this before we arrived, just how uh, they were going to the Keanu, the Keanu uh, the, um, art area was, wasn't an option because of what's happened recently, right? Yeah, they were talking, and I don't know the whole story about it, mm-hmm. and I don't want to speculate, but it, we're not there. Yeah. Right? Right, you guys and are up it, at Holy Trinity. Yeah. There's a lot. Yeah, well, I've, people can put two and two together. It's a city program. It's a city-funded program. They can use the Canada Studios, put two and two together. Yeah. So, like you said, there's but no speculating, a, but you guys got an amazing place. spot. Yeah, uh, Holy Trinity is is an amazing area, uh, especially their the Holy Trinity. The school itself is an amazing area with an amazing theater. It's like the Suncor Arts, the Suncor yeah, Center for Performing, Performing Arts, 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 which coincidentally we're going to be in. Yeah, Interplay Film Festival Woo, weekend of. Uh, it's going to be we got the dates and times up at the website August 3rd, 4th and 5th are the three nights uh, we run from 7 to 9.30pm at the lovely uh, Suncor Center for the Performing Arts Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, yep. Thursday technically Friday 12am uh, is the kickoff for the 48 hour and that's up. down at Keanu College actually we're just kind of bringing it to the central location a little bit easier to get to come down to the, we're just going to be hanging out in front quite literally it's going to be all black security I'm sure will kick us out but either way <laughs> Well, uh, we're got, down in front of we've the. We've got a lot of entries this year. Uh, some really good stuff, actually, especially like horror shorts, which I'm really excited about. And uh, my understanding is another Sunday Delight is finally going to be submitted, and we'll see. We'll see if we get like until guys, un- until it gets into our hands. Again. Until it gets into our hands. Uh, it's uh, local filmmakers Eric Janvier and um, Kelton, Kelton Stepanowicz. Oh, they yeah. made a movie here in Fort Murray called "It's Another Sunny Delight." Very young filmmakers, very ambitious, and. <laughs> Oh come on, man! You got no. You can't crush people like I'm that. I'm not crushing people at all. I'm laughing at what you said. It was a great fucking. It's very ambitious. <laughs> yes, I, mean, I haven't. I haven't made a feature yet. No, uh, you misinterpreted my laugh, yeah, and, sir. And so like they're they're whatever fucking quote. Cool. We don't put words in my to, mouth. It was a laugh of appreciation. <laughs> They're hoping. To. I really, I really hope. No, I, I'm dying to see this flick. From what I've seen of the trailers, it looks good. I've told them this. I want to see Very it. Very funny, guys. They did a podcast outside of Todd's house once, 
because oh, yeah, that's hilarious. To a yeah, that was real fucking and, funny. And yeah. it's funny because it creeps Todd out. <laughs> fucking yeah, that was great, great show. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, okay, 48-hour kickoff, Thursday night, technically Friday, August 2nd. Submission uh, will be Saturday uh, at 11.59 p.m., technically Sunday, That's right, 48 hours was the real fun, interactive aspect. Like I said, it's all a good time, but that brought out some good chuckles from the crowd. It, it got everyone into it. We want to see fucking 20 teams of 48-hour film fest just running around uh, with Buffalo with cameras. Best film for 48-hour gets $1,250. That's no small chunk. That's a good chunk of change. Yeah. And best film uh, off the, the film, film festival. Fest, is twenty five hundred bucks? Yeah, that's some good coin. Uh, Man, we you got should make something. We got we got trophies. <laughs> Actually, do that skit where you're like in the art zoo. <laughs> I think that I could use that money. So that what, what was that uh, short you once did? What was it called? Paint. Paint, Paint look. look. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Submit. Okay. Uh, submit. We we like we want to see people from the community. We got international stuff already in. Uh, some amazing playlists. Amazing films come in. There's still two weeks. Yeah. Plenty of time. Incidentally, shout out to like people from the UK. Fuck like, yeah! Like we've had like more submissions this year from the UK than from anywhere else, and like really talented stuff. Like I can't wait to show it to you guys, but it's just like amazing. So yeah, <laughs> no, it's going to be really cool. Uh, so we're at the Suncor uh, Performing Arts Center for the Film Fest. We're down at Cano just for the shotgun start and the submissions. All information can be found at ymmpodcast.com. Uh, you'll go on there and you'll see the links to also the Interplay uh, website because we can't hawk the film festival without hawking one of Fort McMurray's best arts festivals. <clears throat> Excuse me. Wow, I really choked on my... Don't own. cry, man. Oh, really, cho- <laughs> really choked on David How much White do you like Talk David Whitelock? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We can't hawk the film festival without hawking one of the, uh, I think, one of the sta- premier staple uh, festivals for Fort Mac with Interplay, which is now, instead of just being a weekend, it is actually now two weeks. Yeah, it's going to be, be awesome. Uh, it's, it's some of the stuff. I've seen some of the stuff events with Buffalo's got lined up. Once again, uh, they're going to outdo themselves. So can't wait to bring this to you guys. Um, and definitely follow us on Twitter, at YMM Podcast. Uh, festival updates. And also we're going to be live tweeting the actual film fest, too. And we're also uh, getting people involved at the festival on Twitter, and uh, we'll be sharing those details uh, later on. So, Twitter at YMN Podcast, Facebook YMN Podcast. Go there, just because I said so. ICQ MSN. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Fucking uh, ICQ. What was it? Six eight seven nine five. BBS. Bring it back, guys. <laughs> Anything? Any last words? Can I just mention that the um, no the exhibition <laughs> <laughs> opening for yes, the, what are the dates? Do we the have artists in residence program is on September sixth at six thirty down at Mac Island, and it would be amazing if we could get a lot of people. Well, I'll tell you right now, we're going to be talking about that Woo-hoo. a lot more, and yeah. you're going to be back on the show to, to, to talk about that one because Yay. you have no choice. I thought, yeah, yeah, you have no choice. <laughs> I got an amazing piece from an art uh, exhibit before. I and was I, looking. At I hope that. to purchase uh, some more. Is, are these stuff up for sale or? Yeah, everything will be for sale. Just everything the wall. You take the walls, the lights. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you're going to be back on it, but the date again is going to be Mac Island Art Gallery, September sixth. And you'll be hearing lots more about that one uh, from Mandy yourself, and also from Tito and I. No one. Any last words, sir? How can they follow you? What do you do in life? How are you? How you well, do, you can you find me out? every day beside the Rona. At calmer, uh, calm, <laughs> calmer than he is right now. Hanging out, <laughs> hanging out, hanging out, <laughs> looking for, for bottles. <laughs> um, no, I uh, uh, five to ten uh, Monday to Friday, Rock ninety seven nine, and uh, every weekend in the weekend edition of Fort McMurray today. Excellent. Some great articles. Some good stuff. Uh, just. 
two weeks ago I missed it, and apparently that's all you referenced the last couple of days. <laughs> no, some good stuff, man. Uh, Twitter, definitely. Uh, Nolan underscore H. Excellent. Jerry, where can they find you? Uh, you can add me on Facebook. I add everybody on Facebook, so you can add me on Facebook. There you have it there, folks. You yeah. can just flood them right now. <laughs> uh, I've got like 1,500 friends on there now. Uh, you can hit me at jerrycountry933 on Twitter. Uh, and every two weeks, uh, myself and... Uh, Teresa Wells from McMurray Musings have a show on Shaw TV where we do a little five-minute segment of events that happen in front I've, of I've been watching that. Yeah, it's me really too. Cool. It is. I it's like a very it. cool idea, yeah. Yay, Shaw TV. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah the girls do good work up here. I'll oh, give they are awesome. Bianca yeah, and, yeah. And Kendra and Bianca do great. Um, and as well, you can catch me on the show 5 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, and then occasional weekends and around the community and at Oil Baron's Games starting real soon. So it would be cool. The... Um, uh, just to uh, talk to uh, Nolan and Jerry for a second, Mandy, we'll get to you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, you guys. Screw you, Mandy. <laughs> Mandy, where can they find you? Uh, down the street, <laughs> at my house, Holy Trinity High School. Oh, I see King. King. I, no, uh, I don't understand. <laughs> honestly, guys, for a serious moment, uh, you, I know we're gonna wrap it up. You guys got an early show. The uh, and it's like ten thirty. The uh, so might as well just go right into the show right yeah, now, yeah, live from Diamond City. Point. <laughs> Morning, it's five ten. Guys, uh, you guys do excellent uh, stuff for the community. You guys have always been there. You've been there for the podcast since day one. Uh, Nolan, Jerry, thank you very much. Uh, seriously, from the from the bottom of my heart, and I'm pretty sure I speak for Tito on that one as well. Uh, He's not here right now. Yes. He left. So. Uh, I love being able to swear in front of a microphone. So. And drink some beer. Yes, this is great. It, it, well, hold on. The free beer is going to stop, but this is over, right? Yeah, so we just keep oh, going. I didn't say it was free, sir. There's a <laughs> little, 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 little. <laughs> it's a cover charge to yeah, leave. That's right. Tito, where can they find you, sir? Uh, on the internet, uh, hyperphotonic.com <laughs> oh, or at hyperphotonic on Twitter or higher photonic on <laughs> Facebook because I messed up the page. Uh, yeah. Tell you what, you go to ymnpodcast.com, you can see all of Tito's amazing yes, give, work up on the right hand side. Uh, Todd, all the traffic, but if you guys are looking for. Uh, actually, no, I'm booked up for the summer, but if you guys are looking for fall or winter photography, not that many people are, yeah, check out my website. My portfolio is there. So. There you go. Uh, and all the uh, fucking kick ass shorts uh, that he does. Did some excellent work. <laughs> Starring Todd. <laughs> Those ones are the worst ones, but the other stuff is really good. Nighthawk's still fucking a great, great movie. Yeah, by the way, uh, I'll do this on the radio. Thanks. Thanks very much, Mandy. Because like it, we had a Fuck good yeah. festival run. Like, yeah, it was actually good it work. Was great, hey. Yeah, surprising. I was like, oh my god, that was so much fun <laughs> to do that. Yeah, it was greatest shoot ever. <laughs> I heard stories about Everyone it. Everyone was smiling at the end of the day. <laughs> we loved not sleeping. Your guys is so your guys is. Everyone work. was working on my schedule was the problem and. <laughs> I kind of I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> no, that uh, I guess I'm biased, so I'm sure no one's going to listen to me. But the film is really, really good. Uh, definitely check it out, guys. Hypertonicmedia.com. Uh, I, it's one of my favorites. Cool. Okay, um, I think that's it. That's a wrap. Uh, I already hawked everything else. Wyman Podcast has all the information. If you want to get in touch with us, Tito and I love to collaborate with anyone in the community. Shaw our show at WymanPodcast.com. <laughs> all right, it's a wrap. Uh, for- <laughs> Turn off uh, the power talk. For, for the YMM podcast, I am Totsky. I'm Tito. I'm Jerry Neville. I'm Nolan. Mandy. See you <laughs> next set. Romper, stopper, bopper, boom. <laughs> <laughs>
Wireman Podcast is a T-Man Entertainment production. In association with Hyperphotonic Media. Find us at hyperphotonicmedia.com. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.